picked up a great beat on your supercar stereo, Jazz. <laughs> you dig it, huh, Spike? Well, let me ramp up the decibels for you. You know, it, it's just good to see that, you know, that there's more than just old creepy men in their basements. <laughs> Kara might have rushed the production of Thundercracker to get it out before Christmas. Kara's just trying to beat everyone to the punch now. Frankly, I think I'm going to end up buying this. This figure's not overly complicated in design. Has the toy version got a different head spell? Isn't there a captain of the Lost Lamppost? He's co-cap. <laughs> he's he's co <laughs> Yeah, especially considering it costs so much. Uh, let's get down to business, shall we? Hello and welcome to Off the Shelf. This is episode 73, recorded live on August 12th, 2016. Another Friday night, gentlemen. Tonight I'm joined by John Ryan, uh, <laughs> Queensland rep elect. <laughs> yeah. Default. 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 The sweetest word in the English language. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, joining us for the first time tonight, we have Brad Hanna, all the way from up in the uh, the sunny Sunshine Coast. Yeah, I hope, well, I hope it's been sunny up there. Yeah, it has been. It's a beautiful day today. Oh, uh, don't yes, rub it in. Rainy. Today is beautiful. Uh, very good. Uh, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you. Good to be on here for the first time. Long time listener. Uh, first time podcast. Call up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's um, I suppose while we're while we're going to what we've been doing this week, um, what uh, I suppose what sort of what do you collect? Um, what's your collection make up made up of? And uh, where did you first get into Transformers? Um, probably first got into Transformers when I was probably four. Um. I'm an old G1er from when I used to watch the cartoons on Saturday mornings when they became the first ones, new ones came up and then you'd go to soccer in the morning and talk to the other kids about what episode it was and what happened and I remember when the Dinobots first came on and the first episode the Dinobots were on, we all started talking about the soccer, that's probably my most vivid memory. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, got away from it and then... Um, just didn't pay any attention to it for a long time. Through Energon and all those things, I didn't pay any attention to it. And then when they started reissuing the GLG1 figures, I thought I had the money because I had a job. You know, I was out, out working. So I started buying up some reissued figures that I never had as a kid. And um, that's where it took off from there and I started getting back into it. So. Disposable income. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Not so much anymore, but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> But mostly my, my uh, collection is MPs, masterpieces, um, and um, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty picky about what I what I buy and what I pick up because um, just the money, having the money to do it and, and everything else. So yeah, yeah, I pick up the odd bits and pieces. I've got the old the 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 um, Marvel comics, the the first four issues. Um, I got them in a comic store in the in London. When I was over in the UK on a, for a wedding, so yeah. I was pretty stoked about that. I framed framed that up, so that's probably my pride of my collection at the moment. Nice. Right. Are they just are they displayed or are they just stored yeah, away no, for safekeeping? Yeah, I went and bought a frame and um and kept them in the plastic bags. Then the cat and the the backboard that it came in and pinned up on the wall. So in the pride of the collection. So 
Yeah, right. and the other one's probably the, the Prime MP10 trailer that I got signed by um, Peter Cullen in the last Supernova. Yep, so, yep. Last year's Supernova in Brisbane, so it's pretty stoked to meet him. It was one of those moments you think, man, this is the dude that I've been listening to for all my life. <laughs> so it was, good to, it was good to meet him. It was a nice, he was a really nice guy. Well, like Frank Welker, it's from across, it's not just Transformers, it's from across so many different franchises. Um, mm. The voice talent between the two of them. And I remember you're talking uh, Brisbane Supernova November last year. I'd, mm. I'd missed, um, uh, I'd got Dylan, our vice president, to sign a prime trailer for me um, when he was over there. Mm. And I was seriously considering. And in the end, it just come through to I didn't have enough uh, notice for work to take the Friday off. I was actually going to fly to Brisbane just to do the Prime thing, the yeah. Peter Cullen thing for Brisbane. But um, it never worked out, and I've been hoping ever since that he comes back just so mm. I can do it in person. But um, yeah, we have we have we have a few people in the either at Adelaide or Brisbane. I uh, got to meet him, and they're definitely high high points getting something signed and uh, getting a photo and putting that on a display somewhere. It's, um, mm. yeah, it's, oh, I suppose you could say it's pinnacle of the collecting. Like, not only do you have yeah, got the, the, got signature the, of, the signature of the person that voice yeah. a character, but it's on sort of whether it's, a, I think the prime trailer is a perfect, it's probably one of the biggest flat spots you could put a signature <laughs> on. Well, that was the thing, like, cool moment with him because I got it to sign it and when he went to sign he said what do you want me to write on it and I said well I don't, oh, I don't know it's all the one that's, that's one of my lines so he signed that and then when he went to write is the signature and he said it was, he was oh um, I'll do it on the other side and I said no no that's fine it's, it's cool it's okay it's not like I'm going to sell it on or anything like that it's going to be something that's going to stay with me for mm. a long time and my daughters are going my, my eldest daughter's probably going to get it you know who knows and he goes oh what's your daughter's name and I said uh, Emily, and he said, "Well, you tell Emily that Optimus Prime says to see." And he went into Optimus's voice for that for that piece. And, and I was like, "That's awesome." And he said, "Oh, you tell Emily that Optimus Prime said to say hello." And he when he went to, from to that Optimus Prime point, that's when he turned into Optimus Prime's voice. And I was like, "Holy dooly, that was cool." So that was pretty, that was probably that, that's that was a definite highlight for that for that trailer to get signed and then for him to do something like that for me that was cool. Mm. And now Emily's watching Winnie the Pooh, so you hear Eeyore and you hear yep. the Carl on there. So that's yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's a couple of months ago I brought um, I was first volume or first two volumes of Rescue Rangers, and okay. um. Saying the young fellow, I said, Monterey Jack, that's that's Optimus Prime. They're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, Zip, and Zip is Megatron. Like <laughs> first, our, first our enemies, now they're best friends. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool they're sticking together with the the voice acting, and they they kind of, and you see it now that they that Peter Cullen is now getting Frank Welker to try. You guys were talking about it, I think that that, and I listened to the TFW podcast as well with um, Vangelis, and he was saying that. Peter Cullen is trying to influence Frank Welker to come in and do a lot of the the um, the conventions and stuff like that mm. as well. Go on to try and get him out there again. So yeah, yeah. it's good to I, see. The I think it was the, the TF Con last year. 
the, the two that um, Welker went to last year, and I think from all accounts what we've heard, he's he had a good time at them. The fans, mm-hmm. all some needy fans, which I suppose if you got that many people in one space, there's going to be issues. But mm-hmm. um, he had fun with it, and I just hope that he can see that um, we appreciate it, and hope that he sort of does more of it. Because um, mm-hmm. even you look at I'd, I'd have to check, but pre-movie, mm-hmm. I don't think Cullen would have been doing a lot of the the bot cons back then or any of that sort of thing too. Like since the movies are out, that's all promotion for the movies. Yeah, um, that's where that's that's like ninety nine, oh ninety nine, two thousand seven through to two thousand eleven, twelve. Whereas now it's just it's it's, it's just prime. It's Peter Cullen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, especially since Transformers Prime come out and he re- retook on the voice mm-hmm. again. So, so Frank and um, now R.I.D. again. So it's it's more than the movie that he's voicing in. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you can get out and start talking about it again. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Prime series. I thought it was brilliant, really well done. A bit of dark, bit of darkness as well as um, just a good animated feature to watch, especially with something that you're so interested in and so invested and, in. So. Yeah, and that's that's probably something we can come up, we can talk about when we get to uh, one news story tonight about what what makes something uh, geared towards adults or adult-themed or sort of along those lines. Mm. Um but yes, we will be talking about Missionmas episode two a little bit later. Not for not for forty minutes like we did last week. We're, so, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're going to tone it right back tonight. Um, I think it's it's interesting. No offense, but hearing someone older in the collector community talking about G1 as seeing it when they were young, just imagining, as you said, coming home and watching uh, SOS Dinobots and sort of those first episodes. And sort of understanding how that nostalgia is so strong. Mm-hmm. Like, um, personally, that was Beast Wars for me. So coming home, watching um, a lot of the Beast Wars episodes, the end of season one when Prime blew up, I I was running around the farm for three weeks going, Prime's dead, Prime's dead. <laughs> which, which wasn't the 86 movie at that time. It was Prime's dead in uh, Beast Wars end of season one. So it's sort of... It's it's just interesting how your childhood mind captures things and just it's just that nostalgia. Mm. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Different takes on different people's depictions of what they because I I've, ne- I've probably only watched probably two episodes of Beast Wars and yeah. stuff and, and yeah. you see that that's that's kind of the pinnacle now. That's the next thing when you see the you know the the toys and stuff still in their boxes that they're the ones that still seem to claim the, the highest amount so the the nostalgia point and the the need is still there that people want it mm. which is cool um, and so but for me it's G1 but you look at stuff for G1 and unless it's in in it's in your mind fresh it's not it's it, it's still there and you can go back and watch G1 and you just look at it and you think there's so many animation errors, but it's so into your heart that it's it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter what it's what it's like. And that's we we talk um, every time there's a new masterpiece release, every time there's a new third party figure release from G1, like um, scale. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, yes, they've got that universal scale guide, but that's that wouldn't cover 50% of the cartoon. Like 
every episode is different scale. Um, it's all it's all what you see. But no, but that still just comes down to animation. But like they still have a set scale, and like a good way to to represent this is um yeah you probably don't watch Evangelion like Neon Genesis, but in Neon Genesis the animators actually came forward and said here's their set size, but in the series we animated them as large as they needed to be for the scene. Mm. So there's clearly scenes where they're bigger than buildings. But then in their technical stats, they've got a certain height, like they'd only be half the size of that building. But in the anime, they straightforward said, we animated them as large as they needed to be for the scene because they wanted it to feel so you felt how big they were or how powerful it was. So when I see something like that that's a lot newer than G1, it's something that there was no animation problems or defects. That's how they chose to do it. So then I can look back at G1 and think, well, that's really what was happening there. Like, it's not that they meant to mess it up, but you, sometimes you can't show Devastator grabbing a robot without drawing that robot a bit bigger, or otherwise, because they just didn't have the skill back then. Like, yeah. the, you know, the technology. So that's what happens, I think. Like, and then we all take it too far because, you know, like you're saying, everyone experiences it different. The nostalgia comes across differently for everyone. So it all, you know, that's what then brings this big argument up with scale and everything. But ideally, there had to be a scale, like no matter what, no matter what animation errors there were, everything, you know, in their minds when they were created, they were drawn like this guy that big, this guy that big, this guy that big, you know, that's what I can only assume. Yeah, you're, I think I think you're right because if you look at different different scenes and everything as well, you look at as it was in the G1, just a, just a, a um uh, an episode with Devastator in it. He's yeah, he's. He's in, together and, but in the he, movie, he's in Astro Train. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, they assemble in the back of Astro Train so he can't be that big. The movie doesn't count. In the 86 movie, when, he, when he's piling through the door, he's huge. Mm -hmm. He has this menacing look on his face. So I guess it's scene to scene that they have, to, like you're right, that they need to draw it for that particular scene. It's not so much just this is what we think it is. It's for the scene and how it's got to look. So That's it. Interesting, interesting enough, too, you have a look at what perspective it's coming from. Mm -hmm. And it's something smart I noticed that I haven't noticed before is if it's sort of coming from Spike or um, not from another robot perspective. Like the Autobots, you're always looking down. They're always standing up above, like it's a low-down shot up at the robots. Um, yeah, if, it's, yeah. if it's the Autobot talking to each other, they're always at head height. Um, and with the combiners, unless it's someone actually uh, like yeah, Bumblebee, Bumblebee, or, but, yeah, Bumblebee or whatever taking on or shooting at a combiner, it's always... If it's if it, like if it's Bumblebee shooting the command, it's always down from where Bumblebee's height would be. So he's so much bigger. Mm. Um, That's it. And they were probably trying to draw those proportions, but just messed it up back then. Yeah, and even like um, Devastator's attack on Autobot City, it's sort of you got Springer and Hot Rod, which are all sort of deluxe size standard small cars, looking mm. up. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Why is the door as big as Devastator or the wall? But yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, but. But same sort of thing. It's sort of it's interesting to see that sort of perspective where just watch where they like a lot of times where Prime's doing a motivational speech or something, it's always from Spike or Spark Plug looking up at him and he's always mm. standing up straight and yeah. bright and shiny and yeah, clean and yeah. monstrous. <laughs> yeah. And if JJ done the movie, there'd be a lens flare beyond his head, so <laughs> 
Uh, well, we didn't, so we got lots of explosions instead. So. <laughs> Lens flare explosions. It's bright. Yeah. Uh, John, we're not going to uh, discuss certain events that have been happening this week in the club, but uh, apart from that, anything else you've been up to this week? No, not not really. Eh? It's, it's been a pretty pretty boring week for me, now that I even think about it. You say boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the online side of things have been pretty exciting, but other, other than that, no, nah, it's been in a quiet week. No, no new toys, nothing to... Nothing to brag about, really, unfortunately. Flowing the old Queensland front. There's not much fuss down here. It's been cold, shitty, raining. Oh, that's um, not good. Got a car in, getting roadworthy and fixed at Holden at the moment. Should get that back tomorrow. Work. A little bit tired. Last night, done the express from Melbourne to Canberra, so I didn't get back until 5 o'clock tonight. No, so, that's great. Fun times. <laughs> After the whole lot of driving, I feel for you guys driving around all the how many Ks you guys pulling twelve hours drive. It's yeah, no, busy. I got um what did I watch last night? Oh, I watched Delta Force two. So now I've caught up with Delta Force one and two and missing missing action, so I'm I'm chucked up. Um and rewatched Evolution from ninety eight, I think it was, with David Colty and uh Stifler. Oh, that's an old one. I gotta watch that again, eh? I need yeah. to, I need to take some screen caps. Delta Force Two. There is a uh, well, she's supposed to be a Central American woman. She has the Ray hairdo hairstyle from yeah. Force Awakens, and she you could say she's Ray's mother. So <laughs> I have found I have found the lineage of the Skywalker daughter <laughs> <laughs> from Central Central America, circa 1986. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah, that's been happening. Off the shelf is the podcast of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Uh, you can find this podcast, all our events, uh, a lot of the stuff the club does on TransformersCCA.com, and also the YouTube channel where this is going up live. So if you're not seeing this first off on a Friday slash Saturday night, uh, you're getting it late. Club and community news. Paid and proud this week, we are sitting at 118 paid members, um, which, considering we had 200 after a year last year, um, we've got 118 in the first month and two weeks, so I, good things ahead. Oh, that's looking good, yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, we are going to do another pay, uh, paid members giveaway in November before the uh, Christmas giveaway, so if you haven't joined up yet, there's reason to do that. Um, and our Facebook member count has risen to 1,857, which has been hovering. I've been, um, every now and then, I'll, uh, I'll just check the member members and type in a letter or sometimes, like if I go to tag someone, yeah. I'll, get a li- I'll get a list of five or six people in the group. I'm like, what's that name? And, <laughs> and, and click on them and go and have a look and then there's like four people there that, or either international that I let in back in the early days and um, haven't commented since. I've gone, yep, okay, off you go. So it's been, we've probably had, we've probably had about 10 people join the last two weeks, but um, I've probably removed 15. So the, mem- the member count's pretty steady there. Uh, July also, because we were having our uh, 
new member renewals and new membership sign up. We uh, had our members giveaway. Uh, congratulations to Dylan and uh, Scott for winning the uh, members giveaway. Dylan got the Ironhide and Scott got the uh, G1 book, book style uh, Astro Train. Oh, and no. yeah, and uh, of course our August donation drive is now on. Um, we've got some great prizes on there. The uh, Make Toys Nemesis Battle Tanker, uh, MP10, Laser Wave, Exhaust, uh, You're Not Warriors Bruticus, even though I'm going to shit on that later. Um, <laughs> and Rodimus and Cyclonus yeah. too. Yep, yep, that's the Chug one. Um, it's a good pack, though. That's the really nice Cyclonus with the good purple. And it's a nice hot rod, too. It's not the Titan, uh, the titanium one, so... Uh, if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's a drunk. <laughs> You're a drunk. <laughs> you saw the pictures. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was tasted on the bed. <laughs> First news story for tonight from Hasbro. Um, episode two of the Machinima Combiner Wars series has come out, uh, titled The Council. I know we have a council slash committee and there's more than three people in it, so I don't know. <laughs> I just laugh now because now that I think that it's a council, it's a pretty shit council because Starscream gets shot and she just turns around and looks at him like, oh, and then she's like, oh, wait, we're under attack. Like It takes them a bit to figure it out. He just lolls away on the ground just in like this whiny yeah. little noise, like... And they both look at him like shocked, like, what's Starscream doing? And then they're sort of like, oh shit, we're under attack. It's like Cliff Jumper from the first episode of G1. It's like, I've got Prime in my optics. And he goes, pew, and shoots him in the shoulders. He's just like, what the hell was that? Yeah. It's like Wing Blade's taken all this time to, to scope him in. and Yeah, that's we'll the get, other we'll end. Get, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a minute. But on the council thing, um, yes, fair enough. At least three people say there's always an unanimous vote, two to one, whatever mm. else. But when you've got one person saying, let's kill the combiners, one person saying, let's build more combiners, and one <laughs> person saying, well, let's control the combiners, <laughs> there's, no, there's no democracy there. Yeah, and, and one doesn't listen to Starscream because she just thinks that he's crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah. He used to genocide everyone. Like, that's yeah. their defence. Um. It's, it surprised me. I, I like the opening section where it goes through the meteorites and the dust cloud and all that kind of stuff. I thought I, I, thought I liked that. But then I think as soon as I started hearing Starscream's voice, I just, just thought, uh, okay. But did you, did you not mind that it took like a minute and 20, you know, five seconds to well, get to, like Starscream yeah, talking? Yeah. Me and John commented on this while we're waiting for you to join the call. Yeah. The one thing that it seems to be a recurring thing at this point after episode two. In the first episode, it took a minute and 20 seconds before there was the first line of dialogue after Rock'em Sock'em Robox and the Space Bridge before mm. someone spoke. In this, it's a minute and 25 seconds. So five seconds later, yeah, Starscream yeah. finally lands and brushes himself off. And I, I think it's Rodimus Hot Rod, Hot Rodimus Prime. I'm going to call it Hot Rod because it's MP Hot Rod all the way. Um, and they told us that they were going to be seven-minute episodes, and they're not even. And then they waste a minute and 30 seconds with just animation. I'm looking... 
and you need to look at this as a 50-minute thing. If you look at these two together, you've got 10 minutes. Mm. You've got the first minute and 20 seconds of Rock'em Sock'em Robots. They land, dialogue, action scene, wing blade, chopping one in half. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got another minute, 20 scene, and then Starscream talking to the council, whatever else. It's sort of, it makes sense like that. But when you're looking at these as five-minute episodes... Mm all the stuff they need to cram into this and they're wasting a minute and 25 seconds on Starscream flying. Like, I, I, I'm almost going to guarantee now that that whole sequence we've seen of Starscream in the uh, prequel tra- trailers, yeah. I reckon that's going to be in here somewhere. I reckon we're just going to see Starscream flying through the clouds narrating because when... Uh, Hot Rod didn't want to give him power of a combiner or something. It just—I <laughs> don't know because I'm—I'm I'm guessing the next episode they're going to create Victorion. Well, they said that they were going to create. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're going to create something, and I reckon Victorion doesn't exist yet in in these but episodes. She has to. She has no, to. Exist. She doesn't. She doesn't have to because I think that's what this series is about. And they're going to create Victorian. She's going to be the first female combiner. We saw those preludes, but the prelude doesn't necessarily state where in time it is. That's just Victorian giving herself an intro. But I still reckon she's going to be created in the next episode. Does she not mention a planet? Does she mention a location or anything in that? Yeah, but they, like she still would have been existing bots that would have originated from somewhere, but I reckon they're going to use this Enigma thing and create a female that's, combiner. Like, you know, that's what I think is going to happen. We've been talking in chat the whole time since this come out, the whole, are they individual bots? What happens? We Like, in episode one, we've seen Nose Cone and um, Lightspeed broken off com- uh, Computron. They just float away. There's no, let's transform and help out. The rest, even when Computron's laying on the ground and gets his face planted. No, I, like... think, I think, yeah, what we discussed works. Because like, if you think about it, if they transformed into the limb and then they get severed, they can't just retransform because bits got severed. It would sever the transformation process because they're then stuck in that limb, if that makes sense. Well, the torso clean break, you know, and that's why I think. And not only that, in G1, if they ever like got hit, like or like a lethal blow, they just went dudush and turned into five bots. But clearly, when we just watched before, a leg pops off, an arm pops off, and he still stays as a combiner, which to me shows that they have to be one entity. The Otherwise, torso, the torso is a superior computer. Unless yeah, that torso like, says disconnect. Like maybe all their transforming cogs, you know, merge together to make the combiner. So therefore, even if the limb gets off, unless they all dismerge at once, it doesn't happen, and then that's dead because it's cogs still in with the rest of it. We're going, right. we're going, we're going deep here. <laughs> no, but that's yeah, no, that's just an easy way to sort of consider it because you know that's there has to be some sort of science behind it if it was real. Mm. It's not. Brad, <laughs> Brad, what, what what's your what's your uh, impression been? I suppose episode one. Um, if there's anything from the the four prequel trailers you want to discuss, you can go for it. But uh, what what's your insight on this? Are, are you a comic reader? Uh not really. No, I just because there's no comic shops around. There are comic shops, but they, that, that's like Transformers isn't a big deal for them. So 
they don't stock any. So whenever I get down to Brisbane, I tend to attack the comic shops and try and grab something. But by the time I get them, I'm so far behind that they don't even have the issues that I need to carry on the story. So mm-hmm. I tend to listen to different podcasts to try and catch up on what things they're doing and what 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 different storylines they're taking. So. Um, and in terms of the Combiner Wars, I, I, I didn't, admittedly, I didn't see the first episode. I haven't watched it, but I did watch the second one just before. And it, the prelude looks a lot different to what the, what the actual um, show is actually doing. And so, you know, the animation in the prelude, storylines in regards to Prime and Megatron, is, is, looks completely different to what the animation is like in the show. And I, you're right, John. Like the, um, the, the you don't know where in the prelude that they that those those places are actually going to take part. And the That's fact right. the fact that they are talking about creating, they need to create combiners. And Victoria yeah. is a is a fan made. And and not only that, and in her in her prelude, she's talking about how like she's the one to fix all this and she's in control like sort of, you know like she's the chosen one and stuff that's what makes me think they've built her yeah, for yeah. It, and that's why she's got a god complex <laughs> let's <Yeah>. say yeah. <laughs> and Windblade's just jealous because she's got to kill everyone so she's just yeah she's just lost it <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's essentially got a souped up lightsaber at this point well, that, thing's, are... that thing's going to cut Cybertron in half I mean, I have this to, over. it's good to see for ones though, like a series where they're just where, where things die and just flat out die. You know, like there's no pansing around oh. it. Like, you know, at least she killed that combiner. There's no coming we've got, back. We've got eight more episodes. I'm sure they're going to be back. <laughs> but if you look at like combiners in the G1 cartoons, is mm. you know there was the one with the Combaticons where they they start where they where they went mental and Starscream said you've got to hit them behind. From behind, mm. and then yeah, you, the, when they shot them, they just kind of separated, and that was it. There you go. Yeah. Then they just ran off into the distance. But with this one, at least they they at least they're taking it to the point where they're saying, okay, you're now dead. We're done with you. And I don't think they're coming back, Brad, because in the this one, Starscream mentioned that Mensor is coming back for them to basically autopsy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, confirmed. So there's yeah. no, there's no them coming back. They're dead. <laughs> No, 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 no. My my point wasn't not them coming back. My point was this is a current timeline, and we're going to see. Oh yeah, it'll in, go whether, yeah, we're like going to see. We might see maybe one episode of like a flashback, of yeah. maybe them being created, um, something happening in episode them being, um, spit it ejected from Cybertron and sent yeah, through like space bridge to him before they fell. Yeah. 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 Because mainly, my, my whole reason believing for that is that one... I'm sorry, I'm not up with the names, but that, that one female figure, bot that was with Wing, Windblade on oh, cameos before, she was supposed to be this big, crash-hot character, and she doesn't even last a full five minutes of the first episode. Mm. So I reckon there's going to be there's got to be some sort of flashback. Because also... Looking if that, at now, if, that, if, if that's the end, like if that first episode's the end, I'm going to be really pissed off. Uh, or the episode nine. <laughs> right, because that's, if anything, that's what I'll see has happened, and that's what's going to be the end, because now she's gone off to, like, go kill the combiners, and you won't see any more of it. 
I bet you. I'm calling it now. <laughs> but that that would that would go that would go into the whole combiner hunters thing that's in a different comic, so it's mm. it could very be the case. Yeah, it could um, work, and that's what put her up. Because now that you're saying that that chick's meant to be some hardcore chick, it's obviously going to go back and probably show her and you know those two having a good time or their story together, and then coming up to that point, those two combiners falling, her dying, and then Windblade going, you know, that's it, you're all dead. Well, the whole, the whole copy trot and the, the, the dying of the combiners is kind of like, they call it Combiner Wars, it's like the Steven Se- that that movie that Steven Seagal was in, and I think it was he was headlined and then he was killed off in the first ten minutes or something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ages ago, there was a movie that, it's, that he was in and... Everyone was like, oh, he's in it. We're going to go watch it. It was, it was after the Under Siege and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then he just died. He died in like 20 minutes, the first 20 minutes, and that was it. It fell out of a plane. So, <laughs> oh, so that, is it going gonna... to become, there's no combiners left, so they've got to create a combiner, and that's where Victorion's going to come in. There's going to be no one left. Now there must so, be other ones left because they're still they still talk about it they still discuss it as if there's more that need to be controlled so it can't yeah the whole be, I think Superion and Devastator and all that still exist right. Devastator for sure like they can't have this and not have it's Devastator probably... and sort of one of those one of those issues with having a five minute episode where a, whatever the math is of Starscream flying around is taken up where there's not the story is not progressing. I'm just worried. Like, sort of, we got ten episodes. Mm. I'm just worried that last four, three or four episodes is going to be so cram packed with dialogue to try and finish it. There's there's ten episodes. I don't reckon we're, it's going to be very dialogue heavy at all. We're two. Well, going off the math, two episodes in, a minute twenty and a minute twenty five. So there's twenty minutes. No. There's 12 minutes of the 50-minute thing, which is going to be characters flying around doing nothing. Mm. Yeah, well, next, yeah. the next episode is going to be a minute and 30 seconds on Optimus Prime's body before he starts talking. You g- <laughs> because he came no, out of the shadow. He no, came out of the shadow at the, the end of it. Yeah, and they'll fight. They'll, they'll, they'll brawl for after a minute. After a minute, after a minute, minute 30. Yeah, they'll brawl for a minute 20 before Prime says, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrestle with the gun for a minute 20, yeah. <laughs> back and, and forth. Then, then Wingblade can do the whole, they killed my sisters. <laughs> oh, what but fun he, stood on, he stood on a kicked a gun away or something and then walked away into the on. darkness. And yeah, he stood on the gun even though she's like that shooting. He's like stood on it and then she's like, and he's like, and just disappeared into the shadows <laughs> yeah. for a dramatic reveal. Because <laughs> the worst thing is, like, you see the red, the red bit come down, so it must have been his hand come down and grab it because his legs are blue. Just Maybe through the roll of the radar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the whole, as you said, like, what combiner exists, what doesn't, well, it's not, it's not I'm being told... It. I'm calling it that Victorian doesn't exist and we're going to see her created. Yeah, like 100%. but then, yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to go on the whole MacGuffin combination because that's... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? See, that might Computron. make sense. Yeah. Oh, Computron. Combiner Wars is ending. The mm. only... They've got two box sets they haven't brought out yet, which is Computron and um, Leo Kaiser. 
the cable, nah. whatever, whatever you want to call it. Betatron's out. Someone bought it the other day. I swear. Betatron's are not Hasbro one with Scattershot. I'm talking about the box set. Yeah, no, but it's someone bought What's a box it? set of okay. it the other day at like a Kmart or something. I swear they posted on the group and it had the little UFO dude on there and everything. Okay. Well, my point is that this is just starting. It's it's yeah, as it's all Hasbro com- all Hasbro property toy compo- commercial commercial, which is why we're seeing um, Starscream here in his leader class form and not a F F14. But um, Computron is the only figure. Or it's the only figure coming out now. Everything else is gone. Like that Starscream went on clearance mm. two months ago. If they're gonna like, you'd think Computron's gonna be a focus if he's coming out now. But then that might be just looking into it and trying to. Yes, there's gonna be more, more Computron. <laughs> I still think that I still hope or pray that they're gauging this this success of this and gonna make a series like a longer series. Then. Mm. I don't this, know. this this fifty minutes is done. Yeah. They've they've cut it. It's it's done. It, uh, what happens at the end of, end of the hour? We'll um we'll see. And like is I've that... got again, I've got no interest with the animation, the character design. Like Starscream, I love that hot rod is masterpiece hot rod. It's mm. even got it's even got a big backpack on it, just like the masterpiece hot rod does. It's got the flat chest, yeah. all the all even the, the folds. chest is a bit flat. And... Yeah. The and the joins, the joins yeah. underneath where the motor and the hole and all that is is all the same. Like that's that's masterpiece hot rod, which I love. Yeah. Um, I'm just not the story and the, or maybe the story or the production is just not um, not getting me. And it's sort of hard yeah. watching it in five minute chunks like this. Like yes, it'll be good if it's uh, released at the end of the day. Well, of course someone's going to stitch all these together, so it will be, but. I think you're going to see um, maybe towards the end of the series if that if the other one that's with um, with Rodimus there with her little placard, it's going to have give me more epi- more episodes mm. or give me a different personality. It's going to be holding this placard, going give me this, give me that, give us another season, please. Let us explain yeah. some more some stuff. It's it's interesting that they've done the toys first and then they're, now they're doing a a, a series. You usually see the series, and then the toys are, are generally bought out. After well, that's that's why yeah. they've had, they've spent no money on it. That's why they've they've gone for YouTube voice actors like fan yeah. voice actors. Um, you, you can't judge the popularity or the 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 way if people actually enjoy it just by you know throwing them on a one specific station like Go Ninety that they, that it's been shown on. Um, and the YouTube, it's out on YouTube as well. But it's you know you, you can't judge the popularity just by that. You judge it by seeing how the reaction is to buying the products rather than the. You know. Well, and that's right. And so one of the things, like I, I got a bit behind with my uh, podcast listening, and um, again TFW listened to one from two weeks ago before the debut, and mm. one of the biggest concerns is. And it was quite funny going onto the Go90 website and trying to see if they could actually download and watch anything no, else. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things like, it's only going to be on Go90, what are we going to do? We can't watch it. And I'm pretty sure as soon as it airs, um, TFW or Sabertron, they all post links to it and the world, or, well, okay, Australia gets to watch it. Um, mm. 
Yeah, I got to, that's that, that, that's why I didn't watch the first one because when it came up, I went to look at it and it had been taken down already. So obviously yeah. someone else has been putting them up. So it's, yeah. it's there. It's good that we can watch it at least and comment on it. And, and um, well, know, most of them, most most of them are linked from Machinima's YouTube channel, so they're they're obviously they're either letting it air for a day on Go Ninety, mm. and then um. And then um, put it straight on their YouTube channel, which is great. Yeah, yeah. That's how I watched the the. I don't know whether you guys saw the Mortal Kombat real life. Um, <laughs> That's what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're talking about the Street Fighter one, but the Mortal Kombat. Oh, sorry, Street Fighter. Yeah. But it was funny listening to them to try and access it. Mm. That was good. Yeah. Okie dokie. So um. Anything else on the Machinima? I, I've heard, um, I think they were talking too, that uh, episode 4 and 9, there's going to be some major Easter eggs to something, whether it's G1, past series. Don't really care at this point. But we'll be back, we'll be back to talk about episode 3 next week, so... I think it's good there's another avenue to, to, to you know, cure the itch. If you want to watch something to do with Transformers or get into a different avenue, I think it's at least it's there. It's the same with Robots in Disguise. Like you watch that, but it got it, it was something for me to sit down. It was that kind of uh, humor and action that I could sit down and watch it with my daughters, which was cool because it gave me an avenue to be able to sit and watch it without being. But they mm. they enjoyed watching it when Strong Arm was on there. My, yep. my daughter kept saying to me, "Where's the blue one?" And I said, she'll, she's there. She's just in a different scene at the moment or off on in the ice in the snow with Optimus and, and, and everybody mm-hmm. else or she was here and there. It was, it's, a, it's, it's, it's good to be able to scratch the itch with something else. Um, yeah, of, I, and, and especially if you can't access comics or, you, I mean, you mm-hmm. can. You can download them on the, on the um, digital, digital means, but the, it, it's good to be able to, to see That's, at least something. They're doing something with it. They're not letting it drop. Yeah, that's that's the whole digital versus physical, like even stuff like uh, soundtracks, stuff like that, DVD, uh, CDs, like I'll still try and buy this, the physical CD wherever I can. Um, mm. I'm, I'm sure like the same thing with comics, having that physical comic, whether you have a run and have the trade paperbacks just to bookend um, a comic run or whatever else. But as, as for the uh, cartoons... Like R.O.D.'s at the point now where I've I've got um, my four-year-old daughter will watch R.O.D. as well mm. and sort of understand. And that's where it's sort of... I've got nothing about um, rescue bots, but it's sort of... It's not needed. Like kids that young can understand something like R.O.D. Yeah. They have the two sort of points. So if you're going to have R.O.D., if you're going to have um, rescue bots, bring it up a little bit closer to R.O.D., then do something a little bit more, um, well, like Prime Darker. But then this sort of comes down to this. The whole Machinima Transformer, the Combinables thing, was supposed to be more for the adults or for the collectors. Yeah. Does that mean it's only because, yes, we're taking stories from, oh, we've learnt that it's not from the comics, it's adapted from the comics poorly, but um, what makes this more adult than, say, R.I.D.? Yes, okay, we've seen a bot getting his face stomped, but the whole Sockham robots, we've seen Grimlock 
cannibal, yeah. or, and, and all that to other bots, like robot on robot violence. <laughs> it's, it's it's a bot hits another bot, and they just keep on going till one goes, ah, you win, I'll, I'll concede, or whatever else. Like It's not what makes something more adult. I think it's the animation and the way they the way they handle it, like you know, destroying a robot's face to try and get him out instead of the old shoot them and or or like with robots in disguise, you constantly saw Grimlock falling all over the place or <laughs> he'd get knocked out, thrown into a wall, and he'd just go to sleep for about five minutes. Yeah, and it, ha- it has to be the cause. Oh, what's wrong? What happened? What did I miss? You know, and a wet yeah. out. Yeah, it has to be the content. I feel like because South Park's a good example that oh, you know, it's that's definitely, it's definitely kid-like in in its animation, but it's not a kid's show by any means because of how they touch on things. So like, you know, well, that's like okay. G, G1 I think is great animation, but the reason it's kid-like is because you know they get in a fight and slap each other around, sort of equivalent of slapping each other in the face and then flying off. Like ah, oh, next time in the real world you'd kill, you know. In the real world, Prime would kill Megatron. That's just how it happened. He's going to eventually go. The only way this dude's going to stop is if I kill him. Like you know, well, but that's what you know. That's my thought. All three examples that you just used, I can I can identify the single two of the issue, all the things that identify. One is dialogue, and mm. two is the visual, the visuals. Um, R.I.D. Grimlock, he'll do something and it's like, oh, I'm hungry or whatever else and make a joke out of it. Sort of look at that sort of thing and as we've said before, Prime being darker, I'm and, not and, going to identify. And in, and, in, and in Prime, you didn't have that little the little robot like fix it. to Fix it, yeah. The stutter that he had or the... Um, or be wheeling around and, you, and, and the one time you saw him with guns was when his whole... Um, everything was all completely messed up. And it's it's one of those things where you, you kind of look at it and, and you can see where the where it's brought in to be childlike, but not not without taking it too far where we where we completely lose interest in it as mm. adults or as you know, for that for that for that itch to scratch. You know, we can mm. still sit down and watch it without with whoever by ourselves or whatever, but it's, it, but we enjoy Prime a lot better because it's got that darkness to it, and and you can just imagine it all of a sudden going, "This is it! I, I need to do something about this." And 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 you see it in the movie, in the '86 movie. He goes, "It's got to be stopped, no matter the cost." You wouldn't see that in in a in a in, a, in this, the the TV series. One because you couldn't kill Prime in the TV series because that would not be the end of it. You had to put it into a movie. I'd say I'd say outside of Prime, like, and yeah. they're still a, they're still a kids show at the end of the day. Like even though they're aimed for an older audience, it's still marketed as a children's cartoon. Like so that's why I think it's still not that dark. But, like as much as I hate to say, Bay, like the Bayverse are the, is the darkest universe. There's no other universe uh, that's that dark. No, no, like because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. the most death and the most realistic. Like there's other like people die in other episodes. I'm not doubting that, yeah. but. You know, it's how they how they pansy around about it because it's a kids' show. That's what I mean by the darkness. Like you know, it's like the '86 movie Prime died, but I wouldn't really call it dark. We were just upset because we were little kids. Mm. You watch the scene yeah. now, and there's nothing dark or anything about it. It's a very very well lit scene. Mm. You know, like it's it's all you know, like it's a very bright scene. It's just Prime dying. Mm. Like, but you know, to, to counter to counter as well, like to go the other way, 
and mainly because of dialogue and um, sound editing, is um, when they're inside Unicron and you've got the bots coming on the conveyor. Um, you've got Daniel in the exosuit and you've got Spike hmm. and Bumblebee and I think Jazz is hanging from the conveyor as well. And it's like they're panting, this, they're yelling like, you've got to, son, you've got to help, you've got to help, building up that tension. Um, that's sort of trickling more into the adult themes as well because it's not just, oh, he's going to go in there and bumble and shoot something. And No, that's true, but like one scene doesn't sort of make up for the, the rest of the movie. Like you can't just no, have one scene sort of dark and then think, oh, well, that movie was heavy. Like, mm. you know, so that's why, I mean, that's what to me comes across then. Like, you know, they need to be, it needs to stay realistic on that heavy scene the whole way through for it to actually work, I think. Otherwise, yeah. it's always re- you know, regarded as a kid's show. Like, And I'll, I'll agree. Like, Age of Extinction, when, that, when um, Lockdown throws that grenade and turns Old Mate into a bloody T-1000, I still won't let my son watch that. That's... <laughs> even, even that gives me the heebie-jeebies. And it's sort of... That's my thing. But looking back at, at Prime, I think Prime is definitely the darkest... Of mm. more, like you got episodes. I can't recall it now. It's towards the end of the hunt for MacGuffin season two. But Bulkhead and Insecticon, when they come together in the crater, and he finds the uh, toxin, and he just jams it down its throat, and it's sitting there screaming, and it's got green gas coming out of its mouth. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like it's almost yeah, stuff like that. Um, Cliff Jumper in episode one, Starscream putting his hand through his chest. Oh yeah, and there's definitely like it definitely stepped it up, and like I think Prime's the the hard, most hardcore animated series out of all of them. Yeah, zombie like, zombie Quakeway, oh, not Quakewave, um, um, Dread Dreadwing's brother, wherever that is, Quake Blast, Quakewing, whatever it is. Dread, no, there's Quake. Dreadwing. And... Dreadwing, Dreadwing, yeah, Dreadwing. No, no, Dreadwing's the blue one, whatever the green one is. But same, like him zombieing around in the other dimension, like someone yeah, pinched his hand. Cool. Yeah, like it's stuff. still even then, like it started being kiddie like though, how the kids were acting and they're like, oh, and they'd sort of run and stuff. Like that's what then would bring that scene down for me. Yeah. But the robot himself was very menacing. I'll agree. And I was like, oh, shit, this dude's cool, like a zombie transformer. But then the way they went about it still then made it sort of like, oh, let's run from the zombie like we're in like Scooby Doo or something, like, you know? Yeah, but I don't think they pushed it. And there was no Benny Hill music playing, so... <laughs> that's, no, that's true. They didn't go left and right all the time, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I mean, there's nothing. Mission yeah, I've, I've, I've showed my son both episodes, and there's nothing... I, I, I reckon, still reckon Prime's more adult than anything I've seen in this. I've seen Wingblade cut mm. a bot in half that you don't know who the bot is, really. And you don't see, like, it's a close-up shot of the just the torso getting cut in half. It's not... Her going on a big bot, so it's sort of it's not. I don't know why yeah, you I mean, they, more. They, they were fighting though. Like one could say that you know he lost uh, two, a combiner lost two limbs just fighting in a fist fight. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, but I had to I had to rewatch that before on this big twenty two inch yeah. screen just to confirm which tool it actually was. Um, so I think I think the the whole adult adult themed or adult material on this one is just because it's being taken from the comics which I don't cop out yeah we've we've talked 38 minutes on this Brad go go for it Brad I don't know I was just going to say the darkness of 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 the the prime series I think comes also from the shape of the shape of the 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 construction of the 
the Transformers as well, the figures as they are. I mean, you look at Starscream, he's got really sharp fingers and real sharp points to him and everything like that. And Megatron's face, his teeth just look, uh, are out of shape and it just looks menacing. Dare I say... Dare I say his bucket head's got long tusks, just like the <laughs> movie design. But well, they don't curve up, so I suppose not. Yeah, they don't curve up, so I suppose it's a bit of a stretch. But people keep on calling to Ultron. I say that's just as big a stretch. Um, we'll go into the forty-minute run next week on episode three. <laughs> we got some uh, rumors of uh, some new Titans return. Yes, Titan Return figures. Um, Titan Master Repugnus and Shuffler. Yeah, oh, I've got no idea who they are. I only know like two of these, three of these figures: Top Spin Preceptor and Sergeant Cup. But I have yeah. no idea who Croc, Quake, or Getaway Shuffler or Repugnus is. Croc. That might be. That might be the crocodile redone into Crocs with holes in it or something. I don't know. Repugnus is definitely an animal, from what I remember. It's definitely an animal, animalish figure. Yeah, the name's familiar. I'm just not seeing the character. I think that's Repugnus. It's on that. On the that's Repugnus. Yeah. It'll, it'll be um, interesting to see what Perceptor is if they make him a microscope. Yeah. Yeah. And if the oh, I'm assuming he's going to be a headmaster too. So yeah. that'll be interesting. Top spin. Isn't there? Isn't there a two pack of top yeah, spin? Oh, twin top, twist. That's the one. Yeah. Twin. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you that'll be. They'll end up making Twin Twist as the head. <laughs> uh. It'll be something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah. Well, Topsman was Topsman was the jet, and Twin Twist was the um, Triller, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right, but I bet yeah. you this one will be the headmaster, and one will be <laughs> the yeah. body. I had those. Yeah. I had Topsman and Twin Twist as kid, as, as a kid. Um, uh-huh. In my collection, but I don't have many more, of course. But um, they they come around quite often, actually. Like I, I've seen them a fair bit. Like come up, you can get them for not a you know not too bad a price. I've yeah, seen them twice. The jump starters, weren't they? The the yeah. The mm. and figures. So. Yeah, we gave we gave a pair away. G1 complete in box at the uh, last year's birthday party in the Victoria meetup, and they've turned up back on the uh, BST group. <laughs> um. Sergeant Cup, I'm um I when I, as soon as I seen that uh, blur mold, I reckon that yeah. was cut cut backwards. So I'm still holding out. I reckon that's going to be the third redo of that mold. Of course, he was done as um who got uh he got done a couple of years ago last year. Brainstorm, brainstorm. yeah, brainstorm. I reckon yeah, the um still the better, still the better brainstorm. Yeah, looking between the two, that that original generation's brainstorm just looks so much better as a figure. Yeah, um, it is. I don't, I don't have, and I had no no sort of need to get it at the time, but um, it just I looks got so it. much better. I got it because I liked it, but then I've like sold it off because it's not a masterpiece figure. But I still think it's one of the best generation figures that came out. Was it a Voyager? Yeah, it was a it was a big size, like yeah, it was a decent. So, so it wouldn't fit with your classics or your chug, anyway. Nah, it's a bit larger. Like it almost worked with masterpiece, but it just just didn't have the same aesthetics. Like when you have them standing next to all the rest, you could just tell it wasn't. I suppose that's the same with the uh, classics cup and um, warpath. For me, in my masterpiece collection, it's just sort of a stand-in. Just mm-hmm. 
until we I get either War Dog or something new. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see photos photos of these guys maybe in the next six months. Or maybe yeah, not. only r- rumored figures, so they'll either see prototypes or won't see them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I've got the numbers next to them, so they're obviously something in the in the in the works to be done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good pickup. Yeah. And you never know; some of those names might even be tied in the next movie too. They might be. Mm. They might be wave three or four movie figures. So. Sergeant Cup. <laughs> oh man, you know it. One of those one of those SUVs that we've seen is Sergeant Cup. <laughs> He's the combi. No. <laughs> no, 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 he's just <laughs> That's Combicron. It is yeah, combi- hashtag Combicron. <laughs> he's his little minion, the little mini car. <laughs> mm. For Cybertron, apparently it's been re-released. I haven't watched this trailer to see if anything's new. Um, yeah, no, nah, they're just being, you know, edited for the PS4. No, no, nothing new in the game. No. Okay. Oh That's no! I meant the, I meant the trailer. Like I'm, I still think this is probably the best Transformers game we've got. I think it's hard hard to pick between this and War for Cybertron. Um, mm. it, it just makes me that whole much whole much more sadder that uh, High Moon went and done that horrible Deadpool game and completely lost everything. And then we got mm-hmm. uh, Rise of the Dark Spark afterwards. But, um, I haven't got a next gen console, so this doesn't really concern me. I do. I might. I've still never played this game fully, like all the way through. So I might have to buy it and play it all the way through on the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. I play. I played it on the 360. I've got an Xbox One, but <clears throat> I, don't, I don't have really, really any thoughts of buying it again to to play yeah. it again. So, um, well, especially when it's been dropped to as low as like ten bucks. On Steam and everything else, so yeah. If I just I think, wait a month or two, it'll probably drop in price. Yeah, I think with this re-release, it also comes with all the downloadable content too that was released with the with the game for the game. Yeah, I got all the the the, the expansion packs, but I don't know how to use them, so yeah. <laughs> I, I wasted thirty bucks there. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Takara, this is some old news from uh, I think it's in between. TFCon and BotCon, not BotCon, SDCC. Um, yeah. yeah, some up- upcoming photos of the Takara Legends uh, Super Genrai, or uh, as we know it, Power Master Optimus Prime. But it doesn't quite look like the Hasbro Power Master Pro, the Hasbro Prime at least. Anyway, they've done some serious retooling. Mm, uh, more, base, more so, more so when you see the truck. Yeah. Um, there's some color differences. They've added the sticker on the side. Looks good. Looks better than the Hasbro one. Hmm. The base mode, yeah. Yeah, it looks it's, a bit of a It looks like a bit disjointed, but... Yeah, it's not... I, I love the blaster and Soundwave base modes. Yeah. I don't love this. Yeah, because it's still just the truck at the front, you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely. It's the back that's opened up, so that's a bit stupid. Like, is he a rolling base, or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, and the, can, that's so he can just release the trailer. If, 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 yeah, he can just reverse up to Metroplex or Fort Max wherever he wants, <laughs> just attach. Just get out of there. Yeah. My biggest hang-up in the bot mode is the feet. Yeah, they're very odd. Like it's yeah, very odd. 
I hope it's just a mistransformation. I hope when once we see this guy in hand that uh, something's no, not twisting or... Because I still think he's got two modes. I think he can make a little mode, remember, like God well, Bomber there's... or whatever. They just haven't shown it. Yeah, so the foot's bent around... Just from the truck itself. I think that this... Remember last week when we saw the Hasbro ones? The Hasbro ones does have a different mode. Like There's one little robot, a big robot, and then the two robots combine into that robot. Yeah. I think they just haven't shown it. Or maybe yeah, they just didn't go with it. They went, no, nah, we're Takara, and we're not doing that. Because the, the, main, the main picture is the, has the, the bot mode. is It's got the trailer pieces and everything with it. Yeah. So there has to be... It wouldn't surprise me if there is a little truck mode, little truck bot mode that you can create as well. But maybe you can't. Like, but yeah, like that's what I thought you could. I could have swore last week or the week before we saw Hasbro one cam. It's called mm. God Bomber or something or some weird name. Max yeah. was saying. Because there's not much. If you look at the truck mode at the front, where there's the picture of the trailer at the back, and you can see the trunk track right at the front there that it doesn't look like the the shaping of the the cutouts where you can see the lines where it all comes apart it mm. doesn't look like form something much it, it, like if those two wings come out and then the front if you look at him in major bot mode it's almost like there's a bracket that or a brace that goes over the front of him yeah yeah I see what you're saying over his chest there's like a, a brace or, or I don't know like a chastity belt or something or other mm. I don't know that goes over the front. No, I think that makes sense because that's like if you look at the base mode, that's those bits there that would have come round. That red bit there, little fold around, that's his arms. Where, yeah, where yeah. that's sitting. That that Next looks fold. like that needs to go on the front of the torso. Cause you're yeah, and then see that. Surely it wouldn't be a parts former. Cause that's no, no, it'll all flip around. I reckon, mm -hmm. like that bit of the. I'm base. thinking, yeah, I'm thinking that whole cabin folds over and clips in where that. It What's turns it? that'd turn around like three sixty, like flat flip, you know, like that. Like that bit will yeah. flip, yeah, and then that cabin will fold back over. Those bits will fold around as they make the arms. Yeah. yeah. That'd have to be ratchet that'd have to be ratchet joints too, because to get that after so many times of doing it, you would never get the pose that action pose that they have the first picture. After that's what that's what annoys me most about some of these figures that are coming out is you see them in these in these heroic, good-looking poses from the box, but then when you get them, you know, you've got a loose leg or you've got a, a floppy... Um, yeah. Well, the ratchets, yeah, the ratchets haven't been designed or yeah, implemented yeah. as good as what the... Uh, as good as what the... Um, the, the, the thing shows. Yeah, my, my um, combiner was Stunicon's ones. The, that's... I've got it in Manosaur mode, and it's just got to stand there like it's a pure robot like this. Otherwise, he's, he's he just falls all over the shop. He's, oh, mine's mine's like using mine's using G1 Ford Max as a prop. Yeah, and that, is, that, that was the first bot in a long time that I've looked at it. I thought I am buying that no matter what. I'm getting yeah. that really good. Once it once it was out, and then when I got mine, I was putting it together. I got Motormaster at the end, you know, and and I was just like, oh. Man, this, and you kind of sit him up, and he's he's just he's off balance, and you know, but I still need to get the perfect effect feet to be able to put on him so he sits a bit better. But yeah, 
when you see all these bits that are that are around the bot, you think, man, how long is that pose going to be able to be held for? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but then I got the so much weight at the top, and it's backpack too. That that whole cab is his chest. Yeah, we'll see. Could be hollow though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in there at all. That's where his head is. Yeah, well, I had um, because I brought the Perfect Effect kit for Bruticus a long time ago, and never had a Bruticus to plug it into until I got the uh, Unite Warrior one, no. and it's sort of, it's the it's the only thing that's holding it upright. Um, it's just the whole, like Superion's the only torso that I've had that actually holds together. No, really. In place, so. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't get any other figures purely because Manosaur was the main one that I wanted, and then, and that, and that's the thing with the combiners. You can't. You can't. I saw them in on sale in Kmart today, and I was gonna buy, but then I looked at Swindle and Hound, and they're they're basically exactly the same figure, just different colours, mm. and and a different head sculpt. Um, yeah. And even at twenty bucks, I was like, well, if I'm gonna buy one, I might as well just go and buy the rest of them as well. It makes it, you can't just buy one. That's the thing with the combiner sections. You can't just buy one. You've got to you've got to get them all. Mm. But then, like as you said, just said with um, so your hound and swindles, it um, um those like the hound's never going to be in uh, Skylink's mode. So that's just a a, a hound um, to be on the shelf. Mm. Yeah, and I've got a, I've got a, a, like a Hasbro swindle as well, so that's going to be just a combiner on my shelf, like a single bot yeah. on the shelf as well. Um, anyway, that's um, got a Jinrai Prime. Yeah, I love the deep red. I love the colours in it. Yeah, um, it's nice. It's nice. I think the supplies got it for one thirty-five for it a group. So if you're interested, let me uh, know. But I think it's paired up with something. It's he um he wants to he wants to send some multiple figures in an order just to sort of work yeah. shipping out so and the head the head looks a bit different too if you look at the head the headmaster transformed in the head and then you look down the next picture down it's yeah, got more of the face brace I forget yeah. his I forget his name because he's a different character as well mm-hmm. like so he is different sculpt to the Hasbro one yeah he's yeah. got the mask as well. There's a mask. Yeah, it's like on Galvatron, the the new Galvatron figure that's out. It's also got that mask helmet section. Mm. I mean, the, the headmaster looks very G1, looks really good up close. Um, but then when you look at the the next picture, there's different pieces on his helmet. Mm. Onwards and upwards. <laughs> that's it for Takara news. No more. <laughs> yeah. It's um it is a quite weak on the news front. That's all sort of mm. why we went after Machinima again. But um uh, some other outstanding news we've got to get to. Wonderfest, and it's probably a good thing Jason isn't here. Um That's why you snap these in again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they were in last week's episode too, trust me, but Prime One Studios, they're doing their uh their G one styled statue premium statues. Uh, here we got Megatron. One thing I will say, take close note to these designs because we're going to talk about something very similar when we get to the movie-verse. But uh, I I don't mind this as a uh, look at Megatron. If 
I was watching a reboot of RoboCop, I'd say mm. this was a reboot of <laughs> Megatron. Like, it's just... It looks like a human-built bot. Yeah. Um, it's still... it's It's got its blockiness to it. It doesn't have all the innards and all the working shown, but you can still sort of see there's panels and whatever else where you can see bits and pieces underneath. He's got his red sort of abdomen bits and his red kneecaps, random big snowshoes, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's a good job. Like, it's not bad. And even on his uh, right shoulder, you got the, the cock and the handle, the hammer of the his pistol. Sit- <laughs> <laughs> the, cock- <laughs> the cocking handle, the cocking handle hammer on his right shoulder. So, oh, uh, yes, yes, very nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the LED eyes and the uh, LED cannon work well. That's sort of. Although I don't, think, I don't think Prime translates as well. Like I think that Megatron is a quite a good, you know, like move, like update. But when you look at the Prime figure, it actually almost looks like it's gone backwards. So that makes sense. Like it's more streamlined, but it just doesn't work. Like. Yeah. And this, and this is Brad, as Brad will uh, confirm. The um, as again TFW said in that one episode, whereas Prime is sort of, I they said eighty percent movie and twenty percent G one. Yeah. Um, Megatron is eighty percent cartoon and twenty percent movie. That's mm. they're yeah, not, yeah. they don't suit each other. Whereas Megatron's, yes, he's uh, like an updated more detailed looking bot, he's still sort of streamlined and uh, maybe maybe a non, like a Cybertronian mode and then Prime, you look at Prime where... He looks too feminine like, you know like, a, you know, not in, in, in a bad way, like that's the, you know, the feet are too pointy and slender like, you know, and like the, the he's, he's got, looks like he's wearing a corset like, you know, like it's very in tight but he's still got a very huge upper chest, like yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just. I wish, I wish I wish I had the photo on standby because I hadn't revisioned this, but the this doesn't look like the concept art at all that they released a while ago. Like um, the concept art they released a while ago looks a lot like what we'll see coming up with, uh, like the barricade and that from the movie. Like a lot, lot more rounded fires, shins. What's um, with the open? And you look at his hands too. His hands are quite. Feminine, and what's with the flap on his crotch open? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it points up. It's very odd. Oh. Like, yeah, that's um, like the nemesis like... version looks a bit better, just being all black. I like like your eyes don't yeah. point out as much of the fault, but realistically, it is just the same figure. So that's I know it's still just as bad, but the color makes it seem like it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's just yeah, 100% like the straight repaint. The, the one. And you got the band pipes by, uh, shaped to the front, the band exhaust pipes shaped to the front. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of the exhausts. The stacks on this guy just don't look. Because are these the ones that were um, designed by that uh, artist Josh Nizzi? Is that? Yes. Yeah. Is that, is that what they were saying, yeah. Have you guys looked at any of his artwork online? I haven't, but I've got a sneaking suspicion that uh, he is either involved in the movies or is taking some strong inspiration from what the movies have shown Prime 1 of what their upcoming bots have been because there are some big similarities between this and what we're going to see in a minute. 
Yeah, because when they when they had the first couple of movies, they had him draw up some um, prototypes of what they should look like, and they mm. they and he wasn't able to put those up on his website until until the movie was long gone. Yeah, and once he did, he had a look, went through and had a look at them, and they were pretty beasty. Mm. But um, which is a shame, but a lot of the steel jewel um, from Age of Extinction that was pretty like pretty vicious looking dog but um, I like his art style and the way he has a lot of darkness to it and which is which is probably why I like the Nemesis Prime better than any of the other ones and the other two but even he's got the flap sticking up too so yeah Nemesis Prime it's just weird but it looks it looks good but yeah I love the update of the blaster yeah, it's sort of. It's got all the all the design cues the the original one had. It's got more detail, but the shapes there. I don't um, like the, the little the little front though. I think that the barrel needs to be wider at the end. Yeah, it's not as big. Um, yeah. He's got his two dashes in his triangle on his forearm, which is interesting. I don't know why that's there, but that's just a that's that's pure callback right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then saying, sort of saying fist this way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if if you can see this coming at you, you already. <laughs> I, I from the torso down, it's it it make a perfect movie prime. Yeah. You can see that it's got. You're not going to have a block leg for a G1 character. The wheels are there, the guards are there. Um, that's a nice update. Yes, he's got his big knee pads, which okay. You know, you know it's annoying, and from the looks of things. It seriously looks like they did the same thing that Hasbro and Takara does, that the Optimus Prime has an embossed or emblem, and then the Nemesis one just has a sticker. I can't zoom in. Oh, that's definitely embossed in the big picture, but then when yeah. you scroll down to the Nemesis one, it's like the whole thing on there, and it looks more like a sticker. I'm mm. like, if they've seriously done that, that's a bit slack for a you know, $1,300 statue. Yeah. On the on the on the shoulder. Yeah, on the shoulder. Like if because I'm I'm looking at the actual news link. Like I opened it up myself, Brad, and like 100%. The Optimus is one. It's embossed and looks like it's at least you know five or six millimeters up. But yeah, that yeah. then the Decepticon one looks like it's a flat sticker with a white, you know, white back in between it and mm. purple, which is yeah, just, just a bit annoying for the price that you're paying. Yeah, and Megatron's on his chest is embossed as well, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, that's definitely embossed, yeah, but yeah. then that other one isn't, yeah, 100%, Nemesis isn't. Well, they is... just use the same one, I mean. Yeah, like, it just annoys me, like. Mm. But it's the only, it's the, the Beast Wars um, Optim, Optimus Primal down the bottom, I actually like, it's like the first Optimus Primal I've ever seen that I think, yeah, that looks actually pretty menacing. Yeah, yeah. My biggest, pre my biggest issue is with the fur. It's not... Looks like feathers. Mm. Yeah, long hair, feathers. Yeah, as, yeah, as TFW said, feathers. Um, but I sort of like that because that's almost what it would sort of be because they wouldn't really have fur. It would be a synthetic sort of, you know, thing to look yeah, like. Yeah, it. it looks like he's been rolling around the leaves. like, a, Or <laughs> he's, he's, he's transmutated with tiger hawk or something. It was just... Yeah. When it's coloured, though, it will look a lot better. Like, that will disappear a lot of I that. I know, I know. Yeah. And colour, colour, 
if it's just all the one grey, then if there's shading on black, if they do a bit of airbrushing, then fair enough. And mm. Cheetor is a good example. A masterpiece Cheetor didn't look very crash hot when it was the prototype, but then you see it painted up and it's got all the spots on it and everything. Like, well, yeah, Primal was the same, and they showed the whitewashing and what the difference mm. is going to be. I I love the uh, the <laughs> Waspinator and all the bits. Yeah, he's standing on that's um. That's and definitely the beast a highlight. Was, beast was symbol down on the bottom of the the, the base. Yeah, on the base. Mm. Yeah. I think with colours, I think the colours of the Beast Wars one will look so much better, especially with the logs and the yeah, grass. Yeah, Waspinator will real stand out. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, even the honeycomb eyes, like just that paint. Hmm. It'll yeah, it'll, well, de- it'll yeah. definitely it's it's probably one of the more deserving price tags of two grand <laughs> than the others, but um. <laughs> yeah, That's so much. I know. My supply get it in, so I'm in dangerous water at the moment. But uh, yeah, that's All what right. uh, that's what I like about supernovas and stuff is going to some of those stands where they do have. They had the one stand there last year where they had all the, the Megatron statue on the very top, the the at the very top of the, and they had a prime one as well, and they look really good. But man, it's a lot of money to drop on one of those for one of those. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And, and I hear it all the time. People, mm, statues, blah, blah, blah. people are buying them. There is there a market there because even now, Prime One, they're doing Dark in the Moon Shockwave. It's mm-hmm. it's four years old, five years old character, and they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's need, there's need, there's want for these. Um, no, no. Um, I'd I'd nearly prefer just to buy a a. Uh, Movie Prime, maybe the Dark of the Moon Prime or Vengeance of the Fallen Prime mm. as a one-off. Um, Even still, I, for that amount of money, I don't want to see any flaws. I don't want to see any. I, I wouldn't want. To, I'd be. I'd be really. I'd be a, the worst customer in the world if I was dropping mm. money on that. That's, but those ones, those ones, they've got like a massive. I think it's about a ten-inch round base, yeah, big yeah. solid base. They've got mm. a dozen LEDs in them. Um, the Prime comes with a couple of heads. Yeah. And it just sort of it makes it seem more worth the spend. Yeah. Um, I do I do find it interesting in this oh. Megatron shop. We got some nice looking Broxton and Bebop in the oh, background. Yeah, that's what too. I was more interested. <laughs> <laughs> Bebop and Rocksteady. I'm just wondering where I can go now to see photos of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyone playing Angry Birds? Nah. But I am. Exciting. I am, but I'm not. I still play it occasionally, but uh, nowhere near as much as I used to. Um, I'll report a. It was good. It was good for a time. It was had its had its thing. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll report if I if uh, Unicron turns up. I'm pretty sure well, he's meant right. to be. Mm. Okay, it's incoming transmission from Teletran One. Spotted Planet Eater. He is coming. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not Unicron, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, surely it can't be just it can't be just a character with a Unicron helmet. It's got it like it can't, it. it can't be John's uh, character turn up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Surely, nice uh, yeah, surely it's got to be Maybe something. It could be a stage or something where you've got to go to to. Yeah, like they'll be on the Unicron or something. Unicron or something like that. Yeah. 
I've never played the Transformers one, so I can only imagine how the game actually works. But the Angry Birds I played, you just threw birds at shit, so <laughs> I have no idea how that translates into the Transformers. Um, just get to pelt Optimus Prime at Unicron and watch him die. <laughs> we had to run around and shoot. You had to. It was basically platform based, and you shot at the bricks and blocks that were in behind. But the thing oh, kept yeah, getting so It was different from the normal Angry Birds game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're yeah, running around. Yeah, side Well, that's the thing. You just get shot. Hopping. Um, <laughs> well, and the, but you turn into a washing machine, and you go hopping along until you turn back into your bot mode again. They <laughs> uh, had, had some nice little funny moments in there, and it was it was good. Um, again, it's not it's not supposed to be a next gen console. It's not supposed to be Battlefield One or whatever else. It's it's a mobile game. Just yeah. Yeah, enjoy. It's a, it's a time killer while you're on the toilet. <sighs> Speaking okay. of time killer while we're on the toilet, we've uh, <laughs> we've had some movie five bot uh, reveals this last fortnight. First up, we have Squeaks. I think the obvious question is, where's the other wheel? Mm. This is a unicycle. Um, oh, yeah. I guess it just folds in. It's part of something else. In. It's where it hangs out with Prime's trailer. Well, that's the thing. You see the uh, these other where the leg should be. you got the chain and the sprocket. So why is the wheel not there? Maybe they're just trying to defi- like make this not look like... Um, fix it whereas they could have easily just painted a dull orange and called it fix it and got all those kids and everything else that watch R.I.D. on board more but it's so weird because even there it does say then like you know it consists of the front wheel as his right leg and the kickstand as his left headlights as his eyes handlebars as hands and the body forming a little dome over his wally styled face so where did the other wheel go and i yeah, don't right. call i don't call that wood as a kickstand mm. that's yeah. not what i yeah. it doesn't look like any kickstand i've seen and what's also like the shit like you know strapped to his back is he going to like try to go around helping people like here well, have, have a spanner that will yeah. help like you know it's, You're going to be like, don't have this, and he'll come rolling in. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Right. Age, age of Extinction Hound is to bulkhead like this is to fix it. it oh, look, and it, there's a clean me written on his head. Yeah. I don't know how he's supposed to use those tools on his back when he's got handlebars for hands. Yeah, I don't even know how he's meant to offer them to you. That's it. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just a clamp, like a clamp, rather than... Yeah. Clamp, clamp, clamp. Like, you know, yeah. Futurama. Clamps! Use your clamps, Squeaks. Oh, really? You think I should use my freaking clamps that I use every time I get to use them? <laughs> I've still... No, still no one is uh, paying me a photo of a Vespa with twin headlights, so I'm still... I'm still... <laughs> Jumping on that gravy train. Yeah, he's also he's also missing a rearview mirror as well on the one on the left hand yeah. side. Mm. He's very beaten up and rusted out, so he's got to be in a trash pile somewhere where you know the character that that lady character that you saw him with in that one picture that with um 
Michael Bay. Yeah, that little girl. Yeah, yeah it definitely looks like it's something that she found in the, you know, mm. whether she had a spark from somewhere and it implemented, reacted with him and with the bike and it's now this beat up. I just like that they couldn't have obviously said a man's best friend, so they went a human's best friend because they didn't want to like take off the dogs. Like, <laughs> but a dog's a man's best friend. Well, it can be a human's best friend. I love how it's it's mentioned in the uh, in the article that um, the body's forming a little dome over his head, uh, mm. like Wally, a Wally style face. Mm. Uh, no. And why are you saying a Wally-style face when it should be a Johnny Five-style face if you're going to make that comparison? Yeah, that's a good point because Wally and Johnny we'll Five's get... forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably exactly right. More people seen Wally than Johnny Five, but yeah, anyway. the, dude who, the dude who wrote this probably never seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, and even the even the round cylinders coming at the side of his abdomen, they're they're no mechanical part on a scooter, so I'd... Yeah. Yeah. All right. We don't even know if they're going to transform properly in this. Mm. Or if they're just going to be a cloud of dust, although that was the human one, so... Yeah, but he'll just, he'll just go into a new car lot and just scan something and become something else. Oh, yeah. Surely, surely he can just go... He'll, he'll go and scan no one or... A... Yeah. No, that'd be a Harley. Loud and, loud and proud. Yeah. <laughs> This one dropped first, I believe. Hot Rod. Yeah, the, head, I, the head's ugly as. Yeah, I think the head has been the biggest contention with this guy. I still reckon the colour scheme looks more more of that air quote drift repaint we've seen. Yeah. Um, yes, okay, it has got the Lambo front, or not the uh, that Mercedes-Benz front on his chest. Mm. But we're going to have two alt modes with very similar black and red paint schemes. Being Hot Rod, I don't mind the bot mode at all. Yes, the head looks goofy, but that's just a robot looking goofy. I wish he just had more of that Hot Rod red through, and maybe even just a worn out flaming chicken across the bonnet or something. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, to me, he doesn't even look like he has a mouth. Like he just looks well, like he's almost sort of bug-eyed and just yeah, like weird, like. Yeah, like Bumblebee, like like Bumblebee does. Oh, if he's like Bumblebee, that's it's gonna be the worst movie ever. If there's two <laughs> dudes just going <laughs> talking through radios and shit, oh god, you shoot. It's parrot head. Yeah. He looks like he's a like a fit endurance style um, robot too. Like if you look at the back picture of him, he looks like he just walked out of a you know, 58 hours of bench pressing. Yeah, yeah. Like I just says slightly arrogant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just slightly. Well, yeah, what's what's the scale? What's the slide bar on that? And they're like um, Bumblebee's brother, brother in arms. So where was he like the past four movies? Yeah, He's a good brother in arms, isn't he? That's been brought up. Oh no, Cliff Jump was his brother in arms, and now everything else. I go, boy, Cliff Jump has never been in the movies. So why would it be? He's yeah, and Lamb. So it's just. But even Hot Rod hasn't like Bumblebee's been captured and like you know taken in by humans and stuff. Where was his brother to help him there? Nowhere. Yeah. There's just not enough panels on him to make him look like a, an actual like 
And that's what bugs me mostly is when they transform into the cars, they're the cars, but then where's the rest of the panels go when they're in the robot mode? This this one more than the rest we're going to see. There's just, yeah, yeah. yes, you've got you've got the pecs, you've got the shoulders and a bit on the arm and a bit on the shins. Yeah. Everything else, and, and more so because it's curved. That's And I think that's one of the biggest things with the robot designs from the movies compared to what's come in other series, I'm not just going to say G1, but other series, like um, to have panels, to have a door panel on an arm, mm-hmm. but it's wrapped around the arm, like yeah, it takes the shape yeah. of the arm, but when it goes yeah. to car mode, it springs out and whatever else, like just mm. the way the uh, the whole panel designs on, on robots don't match what they would look like on the car once they transform. Yeah. Um, is there a Bearded, smiley face on his abdomen, looking at me there. I can't zoom in on this, but holy shit, you're. Yeah. <laughs> it almost looks like a really tiny one, like two eyes and a little, like a little monkey face, a little Papa yeah. Smurf or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think this one more so than what we're going to see of the rest of them is he is more robot than car. Like especially looking from the back, there is a lot of moving parts mm. here that we don't need to see. Yeah, we'll never see um, a figure that actually looks like him. And that's yeah, we'll get to that we'll get to that when we get to a few more bits, but I think the uh, the leader, Age of Extinction Leader Prime showed us that to make a more humanoid or humanoid character with those round panel lines, well we can just mould that and just have a shell on the backpack to come around everything. Like I can understand if it's one of those like those aerodynamic cars that are built for the track on a Sunday and that's about it. But and there's not much panelling to it at all. But when it's a Lamborghini, the the brand new Lamborghini, whatever ash something or other, um, mm-hmm. something saying that there's just not enough panelling on there. And I know you can say that they fold out from underneath and everything like that, but but it it and it looks like he's got two gun holsters on the two sides too. Like if you look at the front they just look mm-hmm. like panels. But on the back Actually, look like gun holsters. Mm. Like he's cowboy. Yeah, gone. yeah. But, but crosshairs, yeah, like crosshairs, mark too. It's a, a built, you know, like based on an aerodynamic or an aerial atom or something like that. Mm. But not when he's a Lamborghini and there's not enough paneling there to create the vehicle around him to to become the vehicle. I suppose one. Uh... Criticism. I think one 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 positive out of all these movie designs we've ever seen is the torso, the torso, the chest, especially for the cars, any sort of concept car or any cars that actually exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not talking about cons and the scouts and like the protoforms or whatever else we've seen with them, but a lot of the cars you actually see the front of the car as the chest, even though it might be like this split. Um, in a couple of pieces. Yeah. yeah. You look at G1. A lot of G1 bots, the chest is identified. You can see the Porsche, the wagon, the truck, whatever there. Mm. But the rest is normally just a block of color. Yeah. yeah. Um, which doesn't resemble the rest of the cars. You look at you look at the Datsun brothers. Um, there's a windshield on the front of the leg, but there's not the rest of the car. 
um, like a like a rear windscreen. So yeah, then you look at Drift in the next one, and he's got the big massive Mercedes right in the middle of his chest. Yeah, I'm sure. Mercedes, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Mercedes paid a lot for that. Yeah, exactly. Like that's it. They would have paid. Then I guess Hot Rod is just maybe a concept car or something that doesn't exist. Mm. Or no one can buy it anyway, so they don't need to have a big symbol on whose it is. Mm. I don't think the designs change. He's got. He's still got the uh, helicopters. No, they yeah, the exhaust ports are still in these, which. Yeah, because uh, it literally says Drift appears to be using the same robot mode as Age yeah. of Extinction, but this time in a red paint scheme. Yeah. yeah. So but as Jason. Yeah, as Jason pointed out during the week, though, it's very. Um, RID drift colours, a little bit muted, but it's that orange, orangey, that dark orange colour. So. Yeah, I just don't like any of these descriptions. Like history, no longer in hiding. That's not his history. No. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't hiding in the last movie. He didn't send the last movie hiding in a box. <laughs> yeah. You think they'll still they'll still transfer as that? Like the back. If you look at the back, it looks like a helicopter engine. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about. Is he still looks like he's a helicopter? Was he a triple changer or? Yeah, because yeah, the um the knees are still helicopter exhaust ports for the mm. engines, which yeah. I don't know what they're down there on the knees and not up on the back of the torso where the helicopter bits are. But um, maybe Mercedes are making a new helicopter. But then, <laughs> really, 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 in hindsight, a Bugatti Veyron and whatever his miniature helicopter was in AOE, like the the one scene we've seen it in, it's not you can you can pick worse things in the movies than that. <laughs> oh, I have no problem that he was a helicopter than a car. Like I think that's fine. Like, but at least at least something like uh, movie Springer or Sandstorm, yeah. you you can sort of see some of the helicopter in the in the alt mode, mm. in the car mode. Whereas he's a sleek Bugatti Veyron and I know sort of what yeah, but I mean, goes into one of those. But if they were real, I think, like as much as I hate to admit it, if they were real, that's it'd be more like the Bayverse because they are a living organism. So then they just scan that vehicle. They're not really that vehicle, you know. And that's why oh. I think we all have that big problem, like there, like you're saying, Springer had part of the helicopter in the car mode and vice versa. Mm. But that just wouldn't happen. They yeah. would scan a helicopter and look like the helicopter, and then scan a car and look like the car. And then they can go back between those two modes, but doesn't mean that, you know, if it's a Lamborghini, part of the Lamborghini has to show in the helicopter, and vice yeah. versa. It's a disguise. Like, but when they come into a robot, it could cont- it could then relate to both designs come across in its robot form, because you know they they're just lazy, I guess. You know, they don't want to show their normal Cybertronian robot form, so it just mixes whatever they're disguised as, what you know, to their robot, like. You know, if that makes sense, like, because it would just be evolution sort of thing if we were talking about them as a real thing that someone didn't create, you know, like... Kind of like a mimic that's able to... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Once it's mimicked something, it then remembers that mimic and it's able to resort back that's to it. That. So when it, yeah, when it changes to a robot, it still has part of those things on it because it's mimicking it, like, you know, yeah. And the sword's got AMG written on it, so it's definitely in the 80s Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we've seen the car, so we definitely know it is. But yeah, you're right, it is weird that it still has that like helicopter, almost rotary blade on the back. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he still will turn into a helicopter at one scene, you know? Well, you'd hope, you'd hope so. 
Until that day, we won't know. Until we see it. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Hound. Oh, I missed Hound. Go back one. Um, yeah. We we speculated early on that this was going to be Hound. Um, I think it was for me. It was the uh, the crosses. Mm. Sort of said no. Well, that should be Ratchet, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, so it was barricade. But... Oh, not only that, do you notice there on the trailer that it says Ghost Light? Yeah, that's a yeah. company that makes trailers. Yeah, but instead of like Lost Light, oh, is that is that like the actual company? Yeah. All right, sweet. I was just thinking if that like something oh, like yeah, Lost uh, Light, you know, but they make they make yeah they make heavy vehicle transportation trailers. No, fair <laughs> enough. It's just yeah, just just the fact that it was right there in the shot, you know what I mean? Made me think, oh, is that something to do with it? Like, you know? Yeah. yeah. If we're talking about combiner wars, maybe. <laughs> so uh, Hound has taken a uh, heavy armament upgrade and medic upgrade. All those massive rounds on his biceps is new. I don't know if chewing a round in your mouth is the safest thing to do. <laughs> well, he done that last time. It saved his life, so it seems. No, but it was a cigar, wasn't it? I no, it was, no, it was a bullet. Although the end of the bullet was. Heated it up, so I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah. I swear it was a cigar. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go watch it after this. Yeah. Although I will call out right now that the firing pin on this bullet has been hit, so that thing's not mm. going to fire. Although he spatted at someone, so yeah. okay. Um, grenades and uh, as I said, grenades and medical patches on the one bandolier, so okay. He's got that pot belly look about him as well, like what um. Uh, was it Twin Twist or Top Spin in the, in in uh, oh, what was the third one? Age, uh, not Age of Extinction. Anyway, Dark Moon. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the target the target one had the guts. Oh, yeah, he's got that tub tub look about him. Mm. And still and still with the the arms, his arms are, are the same as what they were in the yeah arms were tracks as well or yeah. bullet runs. Yeah, munition belts. So yeah, yeah. that'll be interesting. I think my biggest issue with this bot and even the original one was the tire pieces. The, the tires come apart mm -hmm. from the feet. I really yeah. don't like the look at that at all. But um, yeah, yeah. I hope John Goodman's voicing it again. And I hope he's a ballerina again. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit odd. I don't know. Like just you know that he's a. Medic, but it's still saying like always has his finger on a trigger. Yeah. You know, yeah. Boisterous Autobot Commando. <laughs> he's gonna shoot you, then he's gonna try yeah. and fix you. <laughs> yeah. If he's, ever, if he's ever out of a job, he's just gonna throw grenades everywhere and then go and fix everybody. Mm. <laughs> no, we'll wait and see. Maybe yeah, maybe he's shocked from all the war and he's turned pansy. Yeah. No, uh, marking, markings on his head. Yeah. Dash three. Yeah. And that 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 detail will come for a lot more in the movie as well. I like his uh his knife's moved from his chest down to his shin. Yeah. I just hope you know, I'll I'll talk when we finish watching these. Alright, what have we got next up? Crosshairs. This is one guy I quite like. I like his design. Like yeah, I like coats, the, yeah, coats the cape back. And yeah. Cape coat. <laughs> Doesn't doesn't work good as a figure, but you know, like, like 
but I love it in the movie. Like, it just works so well, like, when he runs and drapes and everything. Like, I've just seen what cannot be unseen. Uh, I don't know if I want to share. I'll scroll down and see it myself. I with don't know. The face, with the face sculpt. Got a bum cheek. He's got boys a ball chinian. <laughs> I never even noticed that in Dark of the Moon. And his and his nose, like, cause it's very. It, yeah, it sort of disappears goes in. into his upper lip. Yeah. It looks yeah. it, that's not his upper lip. Like his upper lip's mm. still down below. Like he's got a weird yeah, yeah, yeah. face thing going on. Yeah. And I'll I'll, I'll do one one perfect. Troll killer here. Everyone, oh, why has he got spyglass? Whatever else. Why did Windblake have a sniper rifle in the last in the Combiner Wars series? That's, yeah. You're supposed to have weapons on you. Whatever else. I'd I'd still say even if you're a robot, you'd still have escape because that still improves your eyes. Like you know, everyone wants an improvement. Like everything can be improved. Like you know. Well, if you're designed, if you're designed for a certain thing. Um, but, you know, lock-on argument's sake in the movie still then had to put that massive big cannon over his face and to, like, you know, shoot because he still needs to aim and needs a sight. Well, that's his primary weapon. Yeah, yeah, like, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it still needs to go over his head and everything, like, you know, it doesn't just shoot off because he needs to aim aim it, and you know, so that's why I guess she'd still have a, you know, because even though she's holding a sniper rifle, she can't detect where the barrel's facing, you know, they're not... One thing I did not mention for that, she can look up and she, when it zooms back, she is miles away. Yet yeah, she can zoom, wow. she can zoom in as if she's a fly on the wall, and have audio. I don't think she had the audio. That's what annoyed me as well. I was like, what was she like? We're yeah, was she like audio. waiting? To, <laughs> was she waiting to kill them? <laughs> we're hearing audio through that. Whenever there's a scope photo, we're hearing audio. Yeah, but I don't think she's meant to be hearing it, but I'll admit I picked up on it thinking, yeah. wait, is she not killing them because she's waiting to hear what they say? <laughs> you know, because that's pretty stupid. She should have just shot them when she had the chance, like old movies stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Crosshairs, one of the biggest things, even with the Age of Extinction design, was his, uh, that yellow cord coming onto his arm. It was mm. in the original design. I don't know what it done. It disappeared in car mode and it reappeared. I don't know what. That is. Um, that's his. That's the distributor cable. <laughs> the distributor cord. Yeah. And he's got that off and he breaks. He's, like he's, got... he's wearing headphones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's a strap that goes over his head as well as on his ears, on his ear, where his ear mm. would be if he was an eerie robot. But it looks yeah. like he's got the antennas for the earphones to the robot mode and the big picture of the robot mode there's still a strap over the top of his head. I always, yeah, I always figured it was part of his cape or cloak. Yeah. Like you could imagine that that would unattach from the arm and then go over to the other side of his like shoulder there so it would be in the front of him like a cord that would stop the cape. You know, like so that, yeah, right there. Instead of plugged onto his arm, it would plug up to the opposite side of his chest. Yeah. But then if, you know, you, like a cape would, and then if it fell off, that bit would catch on your neck. That's the only thing I can possibly think of, and they're just trying to make it look, you know, human. So that's why they put something like that on there. Yeah. And unlike the bots we've seen before, this one doesn't have the car as a torso. You've got the lights, the lights there, which are mm. sort of 
awkward and unwieldy. He's, he's very human, this one. Even the feet, when you look, see, it looks like he's got those sort of samurai like little well, shoes on where the toes split, you know? Like, yeah, like... Ninja Turtles was brought up during the week, and I remember yeah, seeing that, that with the original design too, so... Mm. His hands look cool. His fingers, his looks, fingers look very pointy. Mm. Oh, I love him. I think he was he was quite mm. good in the last movie. Right. Yeah, I had no issue with him in the last movie. I have just the, the twin guns on the belt mm. as well, under the coat, so... Barricade. Barricade's back, guys. Look, it's Barricade. <laughs> Again, gun holsters. Arm it up. And, and people said that he didn't die, but he did. He got shot in the head. His legs were no. blown. And then, and then he blew up. I rewatched it just like yesterday or the day before because Chris literally blows up, man. He falls he? over and blows up. Right, because I remember the scene. They shoot him in the eye and they do the whole thing in Dark of the Moon and shoot him in the eye to disable him or like to distract him. And I remember then he's he got one leg blown off. Yeah. Did he get killed? Did he blow up afterwards, did he? Yeah, like I'm I'm certain. Like I'm just gonna look at it again now. Barricade the death. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, um yeah, yeah, keep he is armored up. He's got the uh the punish and enslaved knuckle dusters. Knuckle busters, yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call them. He looks way and then he's, But then he's got him on these elbows as well, which means... Uh, what's that one? That's slave. Okay, so he's got slave or enslave on his knuckles and his elbow for the same arm. Mm. So it would be better if they were different. Like, he'd come in with a right hook and go punish, and then the finishing shot is an elbow to the face, which would be an enslave. So we punish, keep punishing a slave to each arm, but so I don't. He, he again, like Hot Rod, the face is. It's almost like they got masks on or something. Yeah, battle masks, the battle masks showing. Yeah, like this. He's look got at a this. Knife he's got four eyes. The big round, gumpy feet. Yeah. Just like uh, some of the others had, um, but more. It's sort of. Special looking at the back. Um, yes, okay, it's probably the, the rear tail lights of the Mustang, but sort of getting into more of that humanoid uh, car panels wrapping around a leg. So, um, so it, I, I don't know if what it just showed, he gets shot in the eyes. He, the eye, he then gets shot multiple times by soldiers. They then put grenades on his legs and blow his legs up. He then falls down and they're all approaching him, shooting him, and that's when then the video cut out. So unless something... Dramatic, you know, some magical happened in those like the next two seconds. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say he got killed. Unicron was floating <laughs> over, he is in orbit, and he <laughs> yeah, seemed, he's, seen, he's a herald. You'll see a, uh, a scene of him getting reformatted, <laughs> yeah, and you'll get the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, like, I don't mind. Like, I'm all for them bringing, you know, like, they do it all the time, like, you know, but I think he looks quite, like, quite menacing. I like the, the beefed-up look and the guns all around the arm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, and the bloody punish and serve. Enslave. Enslave, yeah. But there's a duplicitous, duplicitous uh, deception. He's got the concentric. Does that not mean that he's almost like a vehicle? Where, yeah, you're right. See, so yeah. maybe he isn't 
barricade is maybe just there is multiple barricades. There's, there's, well, there's... he was in Age of Ex- uh, Revenge of the Fallen in the desert as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and there's so was how... another one or two of them. And I know, yes, of course, it's because they're reusing the CG yeah. and everything else. But to have him there when somehow he's got from Mission City or whatever they called in the first one to mm. Egypt to fight. Mm. Um, it might be, yes, okay, this might be the new Viacon. Uh, this one, this model is called Barricade. Every year they get a new model. Last year's model was Crunk. But, uh, mm. yeah, we'll see. Because he's, he's got the punish and stuff on his elbows. If you look at the back picture from behind, he's got the... Um, yeah, yeah, the the bronze bits on his elbows as well, elbows. and it, oh. even the uh, even the car mode, the alt mode, the on set car mode we've seen in uh, set photos have got the Punisher oh. Slave on the back. Yeah, Punisher yeah, yeah. Slave on his shoulder, like on his elbows, but then on his fist he's got Protect and Serve. Is it Serve or is it? Yeah, he's got, no, it says because it literally says in the in the news thing, it says even some brass knuckles sporting the options Protect Serve and then Punisher and Slave. Okay. And the Punish and Enslave are the ones on his elbows, like, or you know, and then he's got Protect and Serve on the actual fists. Yeah, <laughs> so, the same. So, yeah. no, he's got four different ones. It's good. Mm. <laughs> they can hit you four different ways. Yeah, you're gonna get some. <laughs> you're gonna get some choice in how you die. Yeah, that's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, and the maybe, big one. Maybe he's bipolar and just doesn't know what he wants to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that shot to the eye will do it to you. Yeah. <laughs> and last up from the uh, movie reveals, we have the Dark Lord himself, Megatron, complete with that uh, bit of an upgraded shot of that head we've seen from earlier on, which has been named everything from Predator, Uni- uh, Ultron, Vegface. <laughs> it, uh, I never noticed on my iPad that the uh, it seems to open up. On the bot mode, you can see the horns are yeah, really spread I was, wide. I was just thinking that then. I was going to go, why is it in and out? But clearly, that must be battle mode. Like when well, he goes to fight, it must close in. And when he goes to talk, just like how Prime's yes. thing drops, like that will open up and then it'll be him which, talking. Which sort of makes sense for a... If you, like, even we'll go back to it, Prime Megatron, if you're a gladiator arena, you're going to mm. just sit there and... Okay, maybe you got you, he's got your animal teeth, you're going to bite someone's optics out or something and use your teeth, but really in hindsight, if you're going to go into battle, then your probably voice box and your speech and your face is going to be something you want to protect. Mm. Um, mm, that's true. He's got the same the same skirt at the front as what Prime does. Yeah, yeah, that very nice, similar. Nice yeah. look, and, and the, almost like the shield is a smaller style shield, but it's that he's yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be on Earth. I think they're going to be yeah, in space or something, and that's why then they look like this. Like they'll come back to Earth, but they won't. I reckon they're not going to be wrote like vehicles in this movie. Yeah, well, I don't reckon people, Prime or Megatron's going to transform. A lot of people have said that that, that shield on his arms he actually is ca- arm cannon, mm. and, and being a nice nod to the original cannon. Well, yeah. yeah, well, I actually see it as an arm cannon, but then in here it's like. It's saying it's a shield, but I just don't see how that's a shield. Like, that's clearly got an opening at the bottom there. Like, that's a cannon. Well, you're also like, implying both. you're also implying that Megatron's left-handed, which would make him weaker all of a sudden. 
not not to uh, alienate our left-handers, but really, if you're right-hander, you are superior. <laughs> but wait, was it the cannon's always been on his right arm, hasn't it? Yeah. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's I wasn't trying to put down left handers. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I mean, let, let me just, how it's always let me been. just write something down here. Yeah. Like, you know, like he's always, that's why the cannon's it on makes... the right hand, because the cannons, you need to aim with that bastard. You know, that's the more important thing. Well, okay, that makes a sense. But then to have a wielding weapon on your left hand. But then robots left and right would be the same power. Yeah. So yeah, you'd think again, so. argument denoted. Um, Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, I I still reckon this is going to be a major <coughs> flashback of this, and maybe a different looking prime as knights. No, or... I just I don't know. Like I just don't see why we'd go flashback. But it's like it's like if we went from. Um, if there was going to be a flashback, I reckon it would have been the last movie before Galvatron. Yeah, no, but it's like if it's like uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Um, mm. Starscream, sometimes you need to uh, winners retreat or whatever else, and they flew off. You had Tank Megatron fly <laughs> off and Starscream fly off. Yeah, and, in, yeah. and in Dark of the Moon, when they come back to Earth, Megatron is a unicorn and Starscream is a umbrella. It just... There's too much of a design change between this and what we've seen at the end of Age of Extinction. Yeah, what? but Galvatron, Galvatron in the last film is floating well, even, even that, for one, Galvatron. What's he, he said he's reborn. Yeah, but it's still, it's still, it's still Megatron reborn. Like, remember, because they only named him Galvatron. Remember, but remember it was that little dude giving him all the schematics, and really yeah. that was Megatron. Lying, like oh, you know, yeah, it was never yeah, meant to. Yeah. So I think he's just going to revert, like he's just going to slowly revert back into a robot, like a different robot without that big stupid hole in the middle. Like that's pretty. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be programmed though. Something's got to program the nanites or whatever else to take. But they on already form. were. They already were just getting taken over. Like remember, because at the end he was Megatron again. He was just like ah. And started... In mind, not in body. Well, technically in body because that's his new body. But that's not this. No, that's not that. But I think that he's just going to slowly override it. Like, you know, his will will override those nanomachines because it's already shown that they didn't have to transform. That thing could just turn into a, a mess of metal and just go and turn into the truck. It didn't do the, you know? So yeah. why can't it turn into that? Yeah, but then the other issue we've had too is we're four movies deep and Megatron has looked pretty much the same through the whole lot. Until he got this new, until the fourth movie, because they rebuilt him with that new Transformer technology, where they could just turn the metal into whatever they wanted. The technical name Transformer. So he's technically he's an upgrade. He's upgraded. He's better now than any of the other Transformers because he's got that upgraded metal. Patent pending. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's. Hey, it's Bayverse, man. Anything can happen. Roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> just roll with oh, it, Brad. I know. I know. I'm just going off. Prime and he's not lost knights and all that. We know, okay, he's got his knight mode. That had to have come from somewhere. I'm guessing that he somehow. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying because he, he looks like Prime that they both had it at some stage. I see. What yeah, you're yeah, and the whole when when Prime gets to the ship, which was the ship of the lost knights or whatever, 
that was hinted at in Age of Extinction. He got his gauntlets and upgrade again because he held the sword, which was there where I Maybe just believe it's... all that existed before. Maybe yeah, that you yeah, could. I still, yeah, I'm not doubting what you're saying. That still is a possibility. I just, yeah. I just don't see how they're going to go backwards, like in the way of all what's and why it's required to go because, so far back. Because a relic gets to Earth in the hands of Merlin. Now, yeah, but but think about all the other times they showed like references like Dark of the Moon and that, where the battle in Cybertron and all that. But they never oh, showed yeah. Prime or Megatron. Old. I know. I know. No. Yep. I know, and that's the thing. The war started, well, if we're going to go off G1 scale, the war started 4 million years ago, if not longer. Mm. I, and we've seen Megatron fighting in that war in the first movie, and that bot mode sort of evolved to what we see it now. Yeah. I reckon this is pre-war. This is before the Autobot and Decepticon split. No, I reckon no, the, whole, the, whole, the whole Prime Knights and everything, that is all before... It's, I'm not. I'm not trying to call back on anything that's come before. I'm saying this new. Yeah. This is new canon. If that's um, the case, that's sneaky of them because in here in this picture, it's clearly got the Decepticon logo there and Megatron, and showing that that's him. And that's the thing. If if what you're implying is true, they're clearly doing the a complete misthrow there because he wouldn't be seen, Decepticon. If you're saying it's back then before they were Decepticons, he wouldn't have the Decepticon logo there. I know. Yep. It's not on his body. It's not on his body I'm anymore. agreeing with you. It's not, though. Yeah. 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 They've got the ancient Cybertronian text on his head. They've both got red eyes or red and purple eyes from this. and the, We haven't yeah. seen Prime yet. I, I want to see. I'm hoping this week we see Prime, maybe B, and a couple of others this week. I even, I even think they'll release um, pictures of, you know, Mark, Marky Mark and... With some maybe some MacGuffin stuff as well. Yeah, well, last time they showed them all leaning up against that little pyramid yeah. thing in the desert, which we never even seen in the movie. So it just um, seems like they're trickling out these to try and, um, I guess, build up the the hype for it. But, but it's like what John said: it's Bayverse. Until you've got your popcorn and your coke in your hand and you're sitting in front of the film. All speculation is, or everything before that is speculation. You can't, yeah. And Prime has purple eyes, not red eyes. Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it said purple and red. Um, yeah, yeah. But that's the same with like the AOE trailer. You see yeah. the shot in the Arctic of the Dinobots frozen. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, that was a complete. Yeah, it nothing. wasn't even them. It was just yeah, yeah. It was, it was just exactly dinosaurs like... frozen. In metal. It looked exactly like what Grimlock looked like in the in the as a as a dinosaur. Again, reusing the character because yeah. CGI. Let's let's make the most of this three hundred million dollars. Because <laughs> if you watch the start of that start of Age of Extinction, it's like, ah, oh, so this is the Dinobot. This is how they create the Dinobots, but it's it goes in in completely different directions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I guess until then it's the until the credits drop, that's when you know what the film was actually all about. But then they're not even Dinobots. No. no, I'm still I'm still going with the more I think about it, this is new Megatron. It's not old Megatron because Mega they're revealing Megatron. You know, mm-hmm. and so are you, is it gonna is Galvatron gonna be in it or is Megatron gonna be in it? It's one or the other, and it's this. Oh. It's Megatron because this is his reveal. They've got to do something where they've got to do something where in the film where they've got to 
either. And they've, but you know what I'm saying? They've, they've revealed Drift. They've, they've, we've seen those other photos like Hot Rod, Drift, and yeah. that, they've said, this is Megatron. So yeah, that's yeah. going to be Megatron in the present universe. Even if it goes backwards, like you're saying, Brad, that's still going to be what he looks like when it comes back to the present. Yeah. That's the thing. That's his reveal. That's yeah. it. Like that's Megatron, the new Megatron. They're not saying here's a, here's something. You know, they've clearly stated this is who you're seeing. Yeah, this hot so, rod and squeaks sort of leans yeah. towards a full reboot or full new cast of characters and trying to start again, a soft reboot, whereas Drift, mm. Hound, um, and Barricade are saying, well, there might be a soft reboot, but here's these characters still coming over, so... That's a good point, because, yeah, like... Yeah, it could be. Like, I'd like that. Well, just... It's just it's twice just, the size of Barricade. Yeah. And mm. and the rest of your... And uh, Hot Rod. Yeah. Um, it sucks, if, though, because it doesn't translate into a figure at all. No. We've seen very similar production art in Revenge of the Fallen and Dark of the Moon of uh, fig or bots that were coming yeah. and never come to be. Um, one person like mentioned during the week that we also had a um, Sentinel Prime named Ultra Magnus and uh, Dino as Mirage, not Mirage. Yeah, Dino. No. Wheeljack? Wheeljack and Dino? Uh, Wheeljack was, Will was Q. Q. What was yeah. Dino? Dino was... Mirage. Mirage, yeah. Dino, Dino was the red Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wheeljack was the Mercedes with the yeah. um, the country flags on it when they went and stormed the... the yeah, boat. ambassador vehicle, yeah. Ambassador vehicle, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, stuff changes. Let's not even go back to 07 where Devastator was a tank, so yeah. in, in that one... Yeah, that was more just Nate, like you know, copyright stuff that they can't do. Yeah, and then that's the thing. Well, there's a lot of this. I didn't put any uh, set photos in the news or anything, but um, onslaught that uh, that heavy heavy vehicle recovery vehicle has been named as onslaught. Don't oh, we're gonna have the Stunicons. No, oh, not Stunicons, Combaticons. No, we're not. We had Brawl in the first movie. We didn't have the Stunicons. It's just. They're using the names to keep the no, name. No, see that brawl was the tank, but that's it. Originally, when the movie came out, it did say Devastator, but then when, by the time it came out on DVD, they changed it to say Brawl Reporting. They yeah, did. that was that was so the. Um, that's why, and that's then in number two, Devastator yeah. was actually in it. But yeah. in this one, I'm curious about what I asked someone the other day because we've seen Onslaught, like the Onslaught's being confirmed in this. I still don't think we're going to see the Combaticons, but I think we'll see. Menasaur, just like yeah. Devastator, we never saw the we never saw them as individual bots. We only saw them as Devastator. We didn't see the Constructor Cons. We only saw Which... Devastator. They only formed Devastator, and that's what I think. This is the new trend now. Same with Combiner Wars and all that. They're I was going to say bots. Yeah, I was going to say. Dare I say they uh, the Mission of a series ripped off. Revenge of the Fallen, where the combiner is the combiner, five, yeah. five alt mo five bots combining, but the bots have no personality. So, yeah. but I do yeah. think that's how it would really work because that's it. If you all combined and then a bit gets blown off, that makes sense. There's going to be breakages. You couldn't just yeah. retransform. Well, that scavenger at the at the at the start of Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, instead of mm. Bone Crusher. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, it'll be time will tell. 
Like, He's also um, got the on the on his shoulders, you know, in, in Megatron in Prime, Transformers Prime, had mm. those shoulder spikes. Mm. He's also got those on that. There's also something in the chest. Yeah. Right in the middle of the torso, you got it looks like a horn. Then you got the eyes and the yeah in his chest. Yeah, that that the, yeah his his left hand side of the chest. Yeah, it's, it's almost reminding me of Predaking from Prime, yeah, but I can't it's pick... So you move your, move your mouse up a little bit, up a bit, and then to the, go to the right stop. That's the oh, hang on. No, 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 go back down a little, and then now to the right. No, other way, sorry, left. See there, there's a little bit, like a little patch. No, up a bit. That just stopped right there. There's oh, a little, yeah, right there. That's a little patch that isn't on the opposite side of his chest. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, that's, yeah, where, I reckon gonna... that's where the Decepticon symbol is. If you look... On the normal link and zoom it up, it looks like there could be a picture there, or it even looks like there's a tiny little bit of purple. Yeah, but that's the problem when you got figures not standing straight onto you too. But that's what before you. Yeah, I'm just saying before you said, oh, he doesn't have a symbol on him. I reckon that's where it's going to be because that's clearly one part of the chest that is different from the other side of the chest. It's flat. It's a flat section. It's a flat. Yeah, and sticks out. It definitely looks like a pouch or something. I can't zoom, but. Because mm, everything else looks unison, like the same on each side, but that's the one bit that doesn't look the same, which makes me think, yeah, that's where his Decepticon symbol will be. So some of his shoulders, his shoulder pads, shoulder points are all a bit different as well on each side. Yeah, that left shoulder is a bit different to the right. Like, doesn't have the spike on the, his right, but does on his left, because the left has the ca the cable going into the cannon. That's his power arm. It's going to be interesting, and I'll, I'll call back to Darker Moon once once more for uh, Shockwave. Mm. Shockwave didn't have an alt mode. He was in his Cybertronian mode. Now, Cybertron Driller and all that aside. Yeah. Um, they retcon, they sort of, let's make him a tank for the toy. Which really, I like, because he was, that was like Prime. In Prime, he was the tank, I think. Yeah, but the Darker Moon one come first. Um, and he wasn't a H... Oh, I suppose he was. But uh, it's sort of, what are they going to try and make this turn into for the alt mode? Mm. Yeah, no idea. It's it just, again, just like Age of Extinction Prime, the upgraded beefy one, it's sort of what, there's not enough truck bits in that to turn into a truck, but we're just going to have a big shell on his back to That's cover everything. That's what makes me think they're not going to transform in this one, as much as I hate to say it. Just Optimus Prime and Megatron, maybe. No, they'd have to, I guess, wouldn't And they? the only the That's only cute. saving grace is that um, uh, Yuki, whatever the uh, masterpiece nine or ten to twenty two or twenty one was, he's working mm. on the movie figures. He done the uh, Commander Wars Devastator, which was supposed to be a masterpiece Devastator, and they also looked at other combiners as well, which. Gives me hope for the future. But um, he's currently working on the movie figures, so I hope we have a significant step up in design from uh, Age of Extinction. I still don't know what this is going to be because there's no, there's no wheel, tread, tank, jet, wing, nothing. Yeah, there's no, there's no markings or anything there that could be that shape anything into it. But again, I suppose if it's meant to be Galvatron reformat, then all he needs is computer code to do it, and he can turn into whatever he wants. Yeah. So I do see that, but I still, I'm still going to hold me hope that uh, 
this is going to be a prolonged flashback. Yeah, I still don't. I still see that's how he's going to be. All right. We will... Uh, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. New additions. John. I got absolutely nothing, unfortunately. It's boring. I'm waiting for Toy World yellow version, really. That's what I'm holding out for till that comes out. Do you have a um, release date or anything when that's coming? It's this month, I think. End of this month? Yeah, I think it's... What? Did I I see something that... um... I'm sure. The remaining green limbs that people like myself are waiting for are on hold until the yellow one's done. <laughs> be I, so seen, <laughs> I thought I'd seen that. Um, I thought that's. I thought I'd seen that somewhere. That uh, the factory's been halted. All the uh, green limbs that they were going to send out have been sent out. And if you haven't got one, that's too bad because they have to get their yellow ones sorted. <laughs> And they're doing it now, and you the green ones won't be reordered until November. That, 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 that sucks to be you. <laughs> well, my my constructor cons are only a team of four. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. It, it makes sense, I guess, because if they're using the same mold and that, and they've just made up a whole bunch of, you know, yellow plastic, they're like, oh well, we have to go with this now. <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm trying to I'm trying to find it on premium collectibles if there's things up still. Oh yeah, here we go. So let's see when it says pre order August ETA. So yeah, it's meant to come out this month. Wow. That's really disappointing. Yeah, so hopefully in, within eighteen days I'll have a yellow devastator. <laughs> I can only <laughs> I can only hope. There's only there's only one or there's two on eBay at the moment that I found for the limbs and they're um, 130, 135. Hey, to be but, fair, I'm, I've still got four gravity bots and I'm waiting on the limbs. Yeah, but that's just them taking their time releasing them. Yeah. These ones have been oh, we're only releasing a hundred, and then <laughs> we're only going to release fifty torsos, and then. If you miss out, well, it's stiff shit. <laughs> yeah, it's poor form on their behalf. Yeah. Did you pre-order them, Brad? Yes. Surely you'd get them if, as a pre-order rather than buy them. That sucks. Well, uh, full, well, suppose, full disclosure, um, went through JustBots and talked to Ahmed um, a couple of nights ago. We had a talk on the group about it, and he's just always getting from... Toy World is eh, not now. It's not coming yet, or just really small answers. Um, yeah. And he's got people with orders to fill, and he can't get a response from them when to do it. And he said to them, he said, if you can find it somewhere else, he'd prefer to just cancel the order and go and get them. But the one person I found one set on eBay for $140 each and they're putting down under the brand as Takara. So, yeah, I don't... Sure, if they're selling third-party figures, they're not going to list them as a Takara product. But uh, that just stinks. Either scam or... Yeah, that's a mess. Something. So, 
I might only ever have four constructor cons. Nah, Just think about combiner wars, you'd be able to turn them into into hands and have no feet. Yeah, but here's me. De- here's my devastator though. He's on display as devastator. <laughs> Although he's cripple status at the moment, he's got no legs. But <laughs> uh, Brad, what, what what have you got? Um, it doesn't just have to be this week. If there's anything over the last couple of weeks you've got in of uh, note? Yeah, no, I just um, not much at all. The latest is uh, Wheeljack's MP coin. Um, I got that from, an, uh, from the Ozformers site, the sale thread on the Ozformers site. I'm waiting for that to come in and uh, happy about that. And then also the my other latest one would be the uh, Alternator smoke screen and G1 warpath and Pipes. Nice. Oh, and a smoke screen. That's the silver WRX. That's the rally, rally. Oh, the rally one. Oh, yep. Yeah, the Subaru rally car. So nice. I I've want that. Been looking for those everywhere, and I found one in a box. Still, not not mint in seal, but still, still very good condition. And, yep. Uh, and G1 looking. Warpath. That's the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's still one of my most favourite little G1 figures. Like, it was such a fun little transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But even just the engineering, like, is mm. like the, um, what do you call it, the hash. Yeah, hatch and it's open the head. head like, it's it so great, and then just how the turrets, his chest and that. Like, he's just such a good, nice transformer, like, I yeah. think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got um, Hopper and... Pipes now. Um, yeah, no, I need a pipes. Pipe, and uh, yeah, so they're the latest ones. That was that was quite a, that was probably about a couple months ago now. But I looked around on my last trip down to Melbourne and went to. Um, uh, I was going to try and get into a couple of different places, but didn't get a time to go there. So, but um, no, it's always one of those things. They're all around there. Every, everyone's got them, and people are selling different bits and pieces. So. Mm. I was looking around. But my next thing, Silver Streak, get the alternator Silver Streak, get the, mm. the brothers in arms. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The um, MP coins, you're, you're a collector of the MP coins? Yeah, I pick, them up. I pick them up where I can with the ones that I already have, uh, with the figures that I already have. I try and pick up those coins where, where they're available. Yeah. Um, do, you, right. do you remove the coin from the package or are you... No, it's still in the package. You used to display the packages as the coins come in. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I'm trying. I'm thinking of different ways of displaying them. I know you can get those little acrylic stands to stand them on, but I'm more about keeping it inside because you've got the like tracks ones. Oh, tracks opens out really nicely. Yeah, yep. And, but you got to break them open to get the coin. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of and and the colours are really nice. They design them really well, so mm. you might as well leave it in the packaging. Um, well, it's like if uh, it, like a third party in that come with, I suppose, like the unique warriors how they got the open flap, just so mm-hmm. you can have you can have the box on display, but you've also got the flap open where you can see the figure in mm-hmm. the clamshell, whatever inside. Yeah, um, sort of a lot like the combiner sets. I feel like if you bought them individually, yeah, you open them up and throw the pack away because they're card back. But if you bought one of those G two sets you still keep that box, because then if you go to sell it, you can just put them all back in the one box again. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah they're one um, of those things that I just try and pick up, because they're so, you, you can pick them up for 10 bucks or so, so mm. it's good. And most people have 
quite a few of them for sale at once, so they're, yeah. they're good to just pick up as little things to put add to the collection. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's been a slow week and it's a slow month or week or whatever, there's, and there's not much going on, it's, you see them up for sale. So, um, yeah. I um, I got Willis coming yesterday afternoon before I started work. Oh, damn you. I have not opened him yet. I was going to do a live opening tonight, but... Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've paid for mine, but I haven't got it yet. Because mm. uh, Joel said, do I want to ship it now or wait till my next bot comes? And I was like, yeah, just hold out till that's yeah. like get them shipped together. But I sort of wish now that I didn't. <laughs> just well, want something new. That's the thing. I'm sort of getting Sun Surge and um, Prime off him as well. I'm thinking, nah, just send mm. it. I really yeah. need. I need some green. I need some green in the MP collection. It's all red, white, and orange, so I need some green. That's it. And it was like eight, like the make. Oh, excuse me, just yawning. The make toys one came out a few months ago, so I'd already seen a whole bunch of pictures of people posting that, and now like people posting Willis. I'm like, geez, I really need one. <laughs> you know. They're, so, nice yeah. They're nice figures. Those Willis and the the hound. Mm. They look really good. And you were talking about Trailbreaker last week with the third-party stuff that they. I, you were saying that the cars look terrible. I think they look really cool, really retro. Mm -hmm. The color, yeah. the, the stickers. I know the stickers are a bit tacky and stuff, but who said that? I I'd have to have a look at. Uh, I'm not going to probably me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because yeah, no, one. Not a, a guess, not a guess, but the, yeah, they were just. Yeah, I just. They just—I—I—I'm not gonna get them, but. Um. Yeah, I'm not personally like I don't Trailbreaker's not a major like character for me, so until an official comes out, I don't need a third party. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not the the bad cube one. I'm I'm pretty sure that takes some uh, design aesthetics away from what the alt mode was and what the uh, stickers down the side was, but I don't know if it's um. Make toys. Mm. Doing. Is the other one of the other companies doing it, and they that thing is spot on. I'm going even if it's a placeholder until we see well, the rule of three. Takara must be building one, so. Yeah, yeah. But I still, the alt mode alone, has me interested in getting that. Just that is an 82 Hilux all the way, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I just can't. That's, that's what I like about them. They just look really old and retro looking. Mm. They just look, yeah. That's why I like the race cars, like, you know, the, the masterpiece cars. I can't think of their names all of a sudden. The, the you know, the... The Datsuns or Lambos? No, the, the, like, Wheeljack and the other one. Oh, like the, the Lancia. Lancia. Yeah, the Lancia and that, like, yeah. Well, even Jazz, like, even though he's not an MP, but the Jazz. Just yeah. the old school racing look, like, yeah, it is sort of good, like some of those old school cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like about the the rally car, the the alternators, is that. Well, mm. oh, yeah. They got the opening doors and the opening bonnet and stuff like that, and yeah. then the weapon, weapon storage. Stuff. Yeah. They're nice figures. They just do it really well lately. They're just coming out with some corkers. My next one that I'm looking at is Sovereign, the the um, the Megatron, not Megatron one. Yep. You're talking about um, Tyrant, the difference between Tyrant and him about in last week's podcast. Uh, oh, the, Gal the Galvatron. Yeah, the Gal not Galvatron, sorry. That's, that looks really good. 
But Sovron is in like the other company that's bringing out a Megatron. That's uh, no, no, Sovron's Fan Toys. Fan Toys, yeah. yeah. Fan no, I'm going with Despatron, eh? Mag Toys. Mm. Yeah. I wish yeah. I can guarantee I can get that figure in. Otherwise, I would have kept the pre-orders open. Yeah. yeah I mean, people, you know, I, I think it's only the Takara MP5 that's on the the list. Yeah, but Apollyon didn't didn't Apollyon have issues getting in here as well? I'm pretty oh, sure it did. I saw Mikey had his up for sale. Yeah. Like grabbing that, but I don't even know. Can you actually like get them in from Sydney to, to Queensland? Because I know Queensland is really strict. Oh, inside yeah. inside Australia. If you're posting in an Australia post, you can ship whatever you want. There's no oh, unless you are unlucky, they're going to do a random one-off. Scan through, and again, and they, if, it, if it travels by air, maybe. Yeah. If, it's tra- if it's traveling by road, you've got no issues whatsoever. Queensland's actually real laid back. Like, I, two, three years ago, bought a replica handgun in Surface Paradise, $500, like, on, on an open wall in a shop right there, like, you know? And even yeah. I was like, how can you sell this? Like, this is clearly illegal, and you don't even have it hidden. And they're like, oh, no, no, we can. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they ended up selling it, like, but you know, that's it. Like, they just don't care, man. Like, it's yeah. it's quite funny. And I ordered, I ordered like three MP5s in here, like, and that's <laughs> it. Like, they just, you know, and they, even when I came, went to Japan and came back, like, I, you know, brought brought back a BB gun, like, I brought back <laughs> two, and one of them, one of them got found, like, you know, I sent two boxes, and one in one, one in the other, and one did get found by customs. They scanned it. And even then, they didn't think, oh, well, let's scan this other box with John Ryan written on it. Let's just <laughs> let that one go through. No, and seriously, they did. And like, that's it. I was like, shit, if you found, if like, because I sent 14 boxes on one day, so that means 14 boxes went through, they only scanned one, found something illegal, and then thought, let's not scan the other 13 boxes. Let's just take this and send them all through. So yeah, it still is really just luck of the draw. Like, yeah. it's just a random processing system, and if one box gets scanned, it just sucks to be you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, but they don't then go, oh, let's bloody check all of, you know, John's parcels. And like, that's it, because it still went through. And I got three MP5 sent, and they were all separately boxed, and they all came through all the same day. Yeah. Like, you know, so, it, it, yeah, it's just, I guess, all yeah. I keep having this thing where I'm going to, the only time I'm ever going to get something like an like a MP5 or if Takara ever do a Megatron mm. masterpiece, that it'll have to be a pickup and then bring it in myself or something like that. I don't I've never want to take the chances that sending it's, it's annoying as it is though, like they won't destroy the item yet though. Like they do send you a letter first. So technically if they're not gonna let you have it, you'd still be able to write them back and say, Well you have to return that to the sender. You know, yeah. like so I can get my money back. You know, if you destroy it like I'm you know and I'm sure they would then just you know, probably charge you to send it back, but still it's better than losing all your money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah right. Good tonight. That's it. Outro. Yeah. We've uh, still seem to have gone past midnight. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. But it wasn't as mentally draining, at least. Yeah, I, I, we've had fun. That, that, that third-party post just didn't stop last week. <laughs> oh, man. And the worst thing was every time we clicked on something new, it was something we'd seen months ago. Oh, it was killing me, eh? Yeah. I'm thinking... We can talk about this now to show that'll be right. Um, outro. Thank you for listening. This was off the shelf. The voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. 
we don't have a forum or anything else on the group on the uh, website. Facebook is our group. Paid members interact there, both social and uh, paid. If you don't like what we do there, then there's plenty of other groups on Facebook. We go up on iTunes each week, and you can find the uh, record of this posted on the YouTube channel pretty much straight away once we're done. John, what's uh, you got anything coming up this week? No, not really. You, you know, I'm always around on TCCA. Other than other than the voting week, let's all just try to keep it but, civil, guys. It's all just fun, you know. Let's yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> but no, otherwise they can find me at my my page, the Unicorns Bar and Grill. But that's pretty full of madness. So I only uh, come there. If, I only come there if you've already lost your sanity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's always good fun. Be, yeah. be strong of hide. Um, <laughs> Brad, thank you for joining us tonight. No worries, thank you. It's, it's always it's always good to hear the voice of a new uh, new collector in the group. So yeah, it's good to be involved. It's good to have something like this where we can talk about the stuff that we're passionate about. We really like this stuff, so yeah, it's good to have a have a base that we can also voice our opinions, but. Wish we could express them a bit better sometimes, rather than just sit through a keyboard. And that's that's one of the biggest issues too. Like having to talk a sentence. I could sit here and yeah, I could sit here and type something, and then say something and it'd be come across as completely different. It's just and that's and that's why we try and sort of do this on the podcast, do our live live meetups and everything else, so we can talk face to face with uh, fellow collectors. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have, it's good to have it. So, no, thank you, thank you for having me on, having me on. Mm. Okay. Uh, very good. All right, until next week, I've been from Prime. Uh, thank you, and uh, transform and roll out. <laughs> Someone told me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook where we have our off-the-shelf page, hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, You can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one. Slash Saturday night, uh, you're getting it late. Club and community news. We've passed our July um, membership, which I probably should change the run sheet. <laughs> Failing here, um, but yeah. Run sheet. Run sheet. Yeah. Run sheet. Run sheet. Um, Come back, guns. Transform to Bruticus.